We, 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 That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You're back with the good time and buds. You're good timing with the good time and buds. <laughs> Fuck it. This is the 25th episode, and we're yeah. coming in hot. We're coming in hot. We're coming in live, Mike. That's right. And uh, we we're throwing so ourselves a little celebration, making the quarter century mark. We got a victory joint sparked up here. There's a good, a little bit of uh, what do we got here? A little bit of strawberry diesel. That's what I'm talking about. Is it diesel or diesel? I prefer diesel. Uh, what does the diesel... Something about diesel sounds tougher. Diesel does sound tougher. When a wheat strain is called diesel, does that have anything to do... Is that like a... Is that like a kush? Or a... Like, is it a type of weed, a diesel? Or I think it has just, to do with the aroma or the taste. So they don't just say that just to say it? I don't no, know. I don't think so. I think that, that there is actually something behind that. I wish, I wish I could, like, it was profitable to grow weed right now. I know, but Oregon's just at a surplus. Oh, Oregon, we needed to get federally legal first. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Then we could just spread it out across, and then the surplus no more, and everybody has weed. Because we grow, us in Northern California, I assume probably Washington, grow the best weed. Yeah. We have the perfect, like, climate and everything for it. Yeah. Us in Afghanistan. Yeah, I don't get that. Cause I feel like that's got to have a very different climate. Now. I don't know. That's where the best seeds come from. <laughs> I believe it. You think that's where weed? You think? I don't know if that's necessarily where weed originated, but you think that's where we started using weed was in like Afghanistan? Like, I I, I do because that's the cradle of civilization. We're from, yeah, like we're from there, so I would imagine. Do you think the drugs was one of the first things we just, like... Drugs was the first thing, or, you know, alcohol, any sort of inebriation, some consciousness expander is the first thing we went after. I mean, it, yeah, definitely if you had it once, you would want it again. Like, we're wired that way. Yeah. So... Life is rough just sort of for everybody across the board in one way or another. You're trapped in whatever way you're you trapped. Are, yeah. And... So yeah, people have always looked for an escape. It's just so weird to think that, like, people were smoking weed before anything. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if they were smoking it, but they were eating shit. Yeah. Like mushrooms. Yeah. Well, you know the Stone Age theory, of course. That, that could happen as well. <laughs> That's Dennis McKenna's, right? Or Terrence. Terrence. Terrence McKenna. They're pretty confident that it didn't go, or like at least it seems that way. But I definitely, I definitely don't think that it could have, like, I, I definitely think it could be a possibility. They're willing to admit that there's, they're willing to admit that there's a, uh, a rapid brain growth. 
song that is unexplainable, and it could have been that for all I know. But they hey, are, hey, 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 but they also did say that I can do from cooking meat. Hey, I mean that's possible. Well, hey, think about that trick. The first person to eat a cooked steak. Hey, and I'm just like, holy oh, fuck. Hey, hey, no, I think you're right. <laughs> uh, could you imagine to be the first guy who discovered a steak? Yeah, the first person to eat like a cooked piece of meat on accident, probably on accident, would imagine. I bet some of that's instinctual though. Like humans aren't necessarily instinct creatures like the rest of it. Well, but we like, used to be the animal kingdom. But I think we definitely were more so back then. Yeah, I for yeah. sure. Yeah, I wonder how much. I wonder how much of our original selves we've lost. Like, there's definitely no way that our scent could have been this fucking shitty when we were living in the wild. Probably to, not. We had to have a way better sense of smell. Although genetics pick for better traits at the same time. Yeah. Fuck. Hard to say. It's a yeah. Were there more or less retards? Less. That's, that's the they big would question. They would just die. Oh, that's die a good point. young. Yeah. If you fucking went outside and there's a fucking bear outside, you died. So you had to fucking not go outside. Yeah. Fascinating. Episode 25. <laughs> Episode 25. It's been quite a run. Now, granted, we did recently do our one year. Yeah, but... We that... reflected on some stuff. But 25, there's there's something satisfying about the number 25. Yeah, it's a quarter of a century. It's like... Um, 25% like, of the way to 100 episodes. OCD people, like, it's like, it's a nice five. To, it's a... Any number that's zero, five, or a ten, or a five, those are clean numbers. Yeah. It's just... Satisfying. There's still odd numbers though. Twenty five and seventy five are odd numbers, and normally you'd think they'd go That's true. all like multiples of ten, like one, yeah. like twenty, forty, sixty, eighty. Oh, yeah, but but twenty five is way more significant than thirty, I think, or twenty. Yeah, no, I mean, 40. I agree, but that's based on the way that we look at it now. Yeah, because we measure a lot of things in quarters. Quarters, yeah. Um, we're not even on the metric system, Kevin. Litras, you know. What a trip that would be. Quebec. But, so I don't know. It, I think it's better, too. I like the 25, 25 50, 75. Yeah, it's clean. But it's, it's odds and evens, which doesn't... Do you, I, think prefer normally even, we, I prefer even numbers. Like, when I... I do, too, because they're easier to add and subtract and multiply. Yeah, it's just like, boom, even. Everything's even. It's all even. You can divide that by two. Easy. You can just keep dividing by two all the way down. Yeah. You get an odd number, you're like, oh, fuck that shit. A seven is the worst number yeah. to have to work with. Yeah. Starting off this episode strong with number talk. Well, fuck, dude. This is number talk with a good time and buds. We're smoking a joint. By the way, I'm Austin. I'm Kevin. In case anybody forgot. Yeah, you're good timing with us. With a good time and buds. And what a ride it's been. What a ride it's what been. What a ride it's been. And, the top uh, of the mountain, baby. We've got some of our favorite sponsors coming back. I don't oh, know if we've mentioned yep. that yet, but we've got some of our favorite sponsors coming back in a few episodes, few commercials. We're actually going to have a little longer commercials this time. Yeah. I uh, recommend you guys stick around for those. Uh, we think they're some of, uh, well, they're some of our best sponsors. Yeah. We, we appreciate the sponsors. As always, this wouldn't be a show without them. I've completely lost count of what I'd take a hit. Well, like yeah. One, two, well, five, I don't know. Yeah. But we wouldn't have a show without the sponsors or without the listeners, so... A hundred percent. And so, we, yeah, we just want to extend a big thank you 
to all the fans out there, all the sponsors, everybody that helps make this show possible. We we wouldn't be the mega millionaires we are today if it wasn't for the little people. Yeah, we, yeah the lap of luxury. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to talk about what's coming up on the show, uh, unless you got anything else to add. No, I think I'm good. Uh, September 11th was yesterday. Uh, unintended consequences, unrelated to the thing I just said. <laughs> kind of. Is gonna, well, sort of, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, we're going to toss that one in there just for fun. <laughs> just for you just guys for, you for the 25th to episode. commemorate the day and the 25th episode. We're going to have a little 9-11 talk. And that, that's going to be the first topic is unintended consequences, uh, and we'll get into that. We'll get into that. And then we're also going to talk serial killers. I recently learned a uh, uh, fascinating yet kind of scary tale about a local man, so... We'll, we'll get into that This a is unprofessional. Bit. Well, it is, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's episode 25. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we just don't even give a fuck we're anymore. Fuck, we're coasting. Yeah, we're, we're Yeah, we're drinking. We're getting residuals. Taking it easy. We're getting residuals at this point. And then we didn't write it down, but uh, we're going to have our favorite musical guest back. Austin B. Sweeney. He's got a new album coming out. Any day now. His debut album is coming out this fall, which we are nearly into fall. He has finished recording, and he is at the mixing stage. And he'll he'll be coming up uh, during uh, that section. Anyways, uh, yeah, this is going to be a very interesting episode, I think. Oh, fascinating story. Oh, also, local murder. Local murder news. Murder. You're not going to want to miss that. You're not going to want to miss it. Keep her crispy. We'll see you after the break. Did we brave the jungles of the Amazon, cross the mighty river, enduring famine, sleep deprivation, infection, exposure, trench foot, and general malaise for a bird? Did we have to spend months slowly building trust between us and a tribe of warriors and spiritual teachers deep? in the heart of the jungle. Did we partake in the tribe's sacred ayahuasca ceremony with the village shaman, bearing witness to pure consciousness, becoming one with the earth from which we came? Did we lose a few brave men due to some unforeseen circumstances? Sure. But we found the bird for which we sought. So, was it worth it? Worth it, turkey. Welcome to flavor country. During our excursion, did we see three of our dearest friends eaten alive by a school of piranha? Did two more get dragged off in the dead of the night by unseen predators? Will the memory of their helpless screams of desperation and unwilling resignation haunt me until the day I die? You're goddamn right. So, was it worth it? Worth it, turkey. Welcome to flavor country. Under the influence of the ayahuasca tea, we were reunited with our fallen comrades. Through the lens of the pineal gland, they assured us, Fear not, for the bird you seek is near. But take caution, for the more desperately you seek it, the more elusive it becomes. Until you allow yourself to be found, you will not find the sacred bird. Only once you can simply be will the bird find you. Suddenly, 
Everything vanished, and I was standing on the edge of infinity. I am. They were. Life is. Worth it, turkey. Welcome to Flavor Country. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, unintended consequences, as promised. So, let's just start with September 11th, since yeah. we, we touched on that first. So, unintended consequence of September 11th, we, I, I mean, like, we went in... We're going off the cuff here. We fucking went Shit into... from the hip. We went into war with a country... I mean, you could say the wrong country or whatever... For 18 years we've been in that war? It's been, technically, the war ended at one point. Yeah, but... They, but yeah, they, we've still got a shitload of like, people over there yeah. running operations. There's no way that was an intended consequence. I remember oh. when we killed Osama bin Laden in 2011. Yeah. I was in the frat, obviously. <laughs> Did they, didn't they, like, take down the statue of him and shit? Uh-huh. Didn't they pull down the statue in, like, Times Square? The, like, the... the uh, maybe. People in the country. Oh, maybe. I was too busy getting hammered. Oh, uh, yeah. You I just yeah, remember... I was in high school, so I wasn't hammered. Oh, that's true. Uh, we watched yeah, it on... 2011. We watched it on TV. And obviously, we've got long haul, short haul, and people are screaming through these halls, Bin Laden is dead! Bin Laden is dead! Everybody's fucking, fucking lighting cigars and cranking up fucking Toby Keith's... Any American song by Toby Keith, any yeah. American song we can think of, Born in the USA, obviously proud to be an American, <laughs> yeah. a lot. Oh, a lot of that song. The national anthem, it was the most patriotic night. God, it was great. Uh, so, an unintended consequences. Consequences can be positive. I partied hard that No, night. yeah, that's an unintended consequence of killing Bin Laden, was they just made a fucking giant party. Every unintended, unintended consequences. Zero Dark Thirty got made, you know? Unintended consequence is the leading result for parties. Yeah. Like, if it, it just causes a party to happen. Can you expand on that? Mm. I could try. Alright. Like, every... So, every time... Well, I can see this is going to be tough with 9-11. Mm-hmm. But, like, with Bin Laden dying, someone celebrates. Do you know that 9-11... Also says nine one one. I bet you didn't know that. I did know that. You're crazy, man. And like the two towers. <laughs> I like you. Like an eleven. Oh yeah, that's true too. And the Simpsons predicted it. Sorry, I interrupted. The you. Simpsons predicted everything. Yes, I did. But like, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, unintended consequences causes parties. Yes. Oh yeah. I bought you a, an extra couple seconds yeah. to uh, think about that as I asked you another stupid question. The un- <laughs> Again, starting off strong. Good time and butts. I don't know what the, how unintended consequences got parties. <laughs> but, like, think about, like, the beavers. They- unintended occurrences cause parties. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah, that's not... Yeah. That, that can go into consequence. it. All right. September 11th, it was yesterday, so, so it came yeah. up. Let's move on. Let's move on. Sports. sports. What are the unintended consequences of sports? You Okay, this is an easy one. Yeah. You make sports softer, you make the country softer. That's definitely That's one an of them. unintended consequence that will happen. Yeah. Because the people that you look up to, you'll view them as softer. So like like not necessarily softer because they're still playing football, 
But they don't get fucked. Like, remember in the 90s and the early 2000s when someone would come across the middle and just get their fucking head taken off? Yeah, what was the show? Jacked Up. Jacked they Up. They used to have a show on ESPN called Jacked Up. And, like, there was a much more, it seemed like, civilized time back then. They, like, like, another unintended consequence with We that knew very little, though, at that time. Yeah, so another unintended consequence of the internet. Of just like this ever expanding information. It just makes us softer. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, unintended consequences. Oh, okay. I see what we wrote here. Let's just go unintended consequences of the internet. Yeah. Like, you create something like MySpace. Thinking. Thinking it will connect people. Same with Facebook. Yeah. Thinking it will connect people. And somehow... In a positive way. Like, you like you call them friends. You're making friends. But it... They had no idea. And I don't... And, like, people obviously know people are shitty. But But they had shitty? no idea. The amount of vitriol and just pure venom that would come out of people... Just shittiness. Just being horrible to people, like, trying things out, doing their best... Like a YouTube video of yeah. somebody trying to sing and somebody will just fucking get racist. Yeah. And all of a sudden, comments go off on tangents and then eventually it always ends up with the Nazis. Yeah. It like always every ends seven... up with the Holocaust. Yeah. And, like, how do you see that? There's no way to see that coming. Now, has the internet done a lot of things that are also positive? Yeah. Yes. I would argue, though, that we yeah. probably would continue to be better without it. I think, yeah, I think so. Because you, it's not as easy to compare yourself to everything around you. And we still have no idea what the consequences will be. Yeah. There's still unintended consequences that are... We don't know how the human mind sort of reacts to watching basically everybody you vaguely knew at any point, like, be successful. Because like, it eventually ingrains in you that you're the only one not succeeding. Well, everyone, everyone agrees that, like, when your brain experiences a drug, it, like, changes you. Yeah. Like, your attitude. And scientists also agree that, like, You're using technology is exposing your mind to the same thing as drugs. Yeah. So we're all just getting addicted to technology. Yeah. And, like, people that don't use it are, like, the people, or the people that use it less are, like, the people that are, like, I don't have a problem. I just, I barely do it, man. I do it on the weekends. But everyone's still addicted to 100%. Well, they're dopamine their hits. Like yeah. if, it's, if it's a dopamine hit, like a cigarette's like a dopamine hit. That's yeah. what it is. And so we're doing the exact same thing, but we have zero data on how this works in, in terms 20, of like our development. We don't know what 20 years, years of technology does to a human because we haven't had it like this for 20 years. No. We won't know that for 10 more years, and by then, who the fuck knows where we'll be? Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. Everybody's, since the beginning of time, allegedly, people have always, like, predicted what they think the future will look like. And, like, we recognize the people who get it right because it's amazing that they got anything right. Yeah. Yeah. You go, holy fuck, do you notice... 
This guy actually predicted that this would happen. This guy That's so, our reaction to this guy everything. This guy somehow knew that the sun was going to disappear by the moon today. Yeah. And like, what the fuck? And so we're constantly just being proven wrong. And I don't remember how this ties in with the internet, but... Um, oh, predicting how this will affect Go. us later. Yeah. We have no way of knowing. We're basically just strapped. Again, buy the ticket, take the ride. <laughs> yeah, we're strapped. But we're just rocket. strapped in and going. Yeah. <laughs> this train's moving and there's no yeah, fucking that's stopping so, it. Yeah, that's fun and scary as fuck. It's fun and scary, but that's what makes life worth living. Yeah. Like, I always come back to this because I think it's an intriguing idea, but it's that the gods would kill to be us for a day. Yeah. Even though it requires a lot of pain. Oh, it's all pain. Because it's because the pain makes the happiness Worth happy. It, yeah. yeah. And so I don't know. It's wacky, man. God, it's that's just wacky, wacky shit. Wacky wacky, dude. Yeah. So the unintended consequences of the internet are hard to fathom and we're basically going to see what happens. Again, it also comes back to like what do you want to do about having kids? But what about, think about the, un- you know? the unintended consequence of like, think about the unintended consequence of back in the day, the first people that discovered medicine, they called them witches and like burned them and hated them and yeah. killed them. Imagine if they embraced that. Yeah. How much faster shit would have moved along. Yeah. Instead of. What does it say about people though that they I eventually the- moved to not embrace it? Eventually. They fear, they fear, I mean, animals fear things, like, that are new. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think, I don't think they would fear you being able to heal them. You know what I mean? Like, medicine, like, I don't think they would fear medicine. If it seemed like it was helping them, mm-hmm. why would they want to hurt you, like humans do? I don't know. I got lost a little bit there. Well, like you remember, like you know, like the first people that came up with medicine. I do know. Were probably well, you know what I mean. They were probably labeled like witches. Yeah. And warlocks and shit because they were shamans. Shamans, yeah. Which is a more cushiony word. But they weren't popular. People feared, like people feared them. Yeah. Well, at the be- at the beginning, people respect. People have a reverence for some of that. What, you, what? what are we talking about? <laughs> like when people first... Oh, witches and shamans. Yeah. A lot of people have a reverence for people who somehow have a connection to the spiritual world that they don't have access to because now, for some reason outside of just atheists... Now, though, not back then when they didn't know what was going on, they thought it was witchcraft. They thought they that's were... That's a very narrow view. Like, that's one very specific group of people. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that, like... Humans since the beginning of time have always had some sort of draw towards the spiritual in whatever know, fashion but, they had at the time. I know, but I'm just saying imagine if they didn't. Imagine if medis- imagine if all the practices that were common were embraced at the beginning. Like even just like washing your hands. Most of the people that died from the Black Plague and stuff like that, it was all just because they didn't wash their hands and they had poor hygiene. If they had embraced hygiene from the beginning, a lot of that could have never happened. And then imagine what the fucking population of the world would be now. Yeah. It would be insane. But again, that's the good genes 
sort of slowly rising to the top. Yeah. Self-preservation somehow figures out a way yeah. that we haven't just completely destroyed ourselves. And we're all suicide machines. Humans yeah. are just like, we're, di- we're ridiculous. Yeah. We're ridiculous. Everyone fucking texts while they drive. Yeah. Like Knowing the, how dangerous it like is. The, the, People drink and drive. The most likely way you're going to die when you're young is driving. Yeah. Car crash. And people just text and drive, eat and drive. And the worst part is, like, who texts more than a new than a 16-year-old? Yeah. A fresh 16-year-old? Yeah. Nobody texts more than that bitch. Yeah. And you're on the road with them. Probably yeah. also texting and driving. Probably. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, is, like, you can do whatever you can, but you can't control the fact that she's texting. Yeah. Or he, or, or probably a girl. Or, they're, or that he's drunk. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, you don't fucking know. You know, I I read something the other day that the first uh, like sports cup was created in 1859. And the first helmet ever used in sports was in 1959. A hundred years later. And now we put a helmet on when we skydive. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No, that's funny. Yeah, a hundred years before they started protecting their brain. Let's see, are there some unintended consequences there? We're probably dumb as fuck. Doing acid in high school. What were we talking about for that? Not doing acid in high school. Not doing acid in high school. The unintended consequences. Or or if you do acid in high school, the unintended consequences. I think there are unintended consequences to doing it in high school. I'm not necessarily telling anybody not to. I'm not telling anybody well, to yeah, do it. Yeah, I don't even know because I never did it, but I feel like for me, at least, it would have been way too early. It seems too early to... Again, we mentioned this before, but, but people, you got to be aware of unearned wisdom. I think this is one of those things but where some like, people you are don't want to introduce ideas like that to somebody that young. But some people at that age are also... Old souls. ...the man of the house in, like, in a true. way different situation than we were. Exactly. But, like, for me, yeah, eight, if I, there would have been definite unintended consequences of me doing acid in high school. No, but, yeah, let's say it was somebody 14 or 15 that was sort of forced to grow up, like, Early. earlier than they had to. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, it's probably a different situation, and it might do them some good. Yeah. A little bit of, like, a microdose of some acid. I said go for it. What if you... Maybe take one. What do you think... What do you... This is an unintended consequence, but what do you think about the prospect of... Like, what if someone had slipped you a pop brownie or something in high school and you didn't know, but then, like, you got high and they told you? What do you think my reaction would have been? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, because, like, now you know what getting high is like. Yeah. I think I probably would have been alright with it. Well, I don't know. It depends how strong the edible was. Edibles could fuck you up. Edibles could fuck you up, dude. Yeah, edibles could fuck you up. Just depends how much. But I mean, like, if it was a nice mellow one, dude, I think I would have been all right with it. Yeah. No, I agree. But like, smoking weed. Well, and also, like, you would probably have to be a stronger than normal dose, or like, you wouldn't feel it as strong as you normally would, because I think, for for the most part, you have to be aware of it. Or what do you? Well, a you have to be aware of it, but b. You never really understand what being high is. The first time. The first time, and so that kind of fucks with your perception. I hate when people say they smoked weed and didn't get high. I got high the first time. No, I know, but it's like, yeah, you did get high, you just don't notice it because it's not that different from being sober. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like... Although it can be on edibles, for sure. Oh, on edibles, you can get 
deep. Like it bend. Sun River. Sun River. I was so deep. We just split a half. With, Harrison did make them though. And, and you made it with coconut butter or coconut oil and a lot of weed. And I went deep. Yeah. We went deep. On that one. Right before we're about to drop acid the first time. Yeah. Acid is <laughs> great though. Acid is the best thing. Unintended I consequences can't... of acid. Uh, none. None. A great, a more enlightened. Maybe you have a bad trip. Well, I've never actually, had one. Actually, I've effects, done a lot of trips. The whole effects of LSD were, was an unintended consequence. Because he was trying to make something else, wasn't he? That's true. I'm not exactly sure what Albert Hoffman was trying to synthesize. But, I mean, yeah, it wasn't... Necessarily acid. He had quite the bike ride home. Dude, I don't get how he could have rode a bike. When I was sitting on that bike... I, I rode a bike. I know, but I rode a was, bike on that trip we're When talking I about. was sitting on it, dude, I thought it was backwards, and I was like, there's absolutely no way I can ride that bike, and I just got off it and gave it to someone else. I rode all around the neighborhood. Yeah, you Sweet emotion music. coming out of my yeah. ass. Pass that, <laughs> that woman with her dog. Yeah, you like apologize or something? You guys did something weird. <laughs> I can't remember what I said. But I remember riding by her and yeah, I said It's impossible to not be weird around other people on acid. But my question is, what do you look like? Normal. Like, well, what if you were talking to somebody, like, when, okay, no, I was on. You look like this. I was about to say I saw a guy on mushrooms at the Country Music Fest. I had mushrooms too. (laughs) (laughs) That was the same night. It was, luckily it got the attention off of Harrison and I. Because I was... Yeah, okay, but... I'm saying it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, but this is what it would look look like. If anything, yeah, it would look like this. (laughs) Like, you just look like a super high... Like, you look like... You don't look like you're high on meth or anything. Yeah. Your pupils would be huge and you'd be grinning like a bastard. And so you would look weird. Hey, man. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you'd be weird, but I think you'd get away with it. I think I'm maintaining a casual face. Oh, you can't. Remember when Fluff was like, we got this, we got this. Runs inside, stands back from the window, we don't got this. I was thinking about, uh, it was either today or yesterday, but I think it was today, honestly. Weird how that happens, right? Yeah. When you're thinking of something earlier. And it comes back up. And it comes back up. That happens more than it should. Well, people say that that's weird, like with the telephone ads. Like, when you talk about something and then you get like an ad on Facebook or something. It's like, does that not ever happen to you in fucking real life? I mean, that's a good point. Like, it's just intuition. It just happens. It's a good point. There's a weird intuition thing, and if you could tap into that overall. Have you listened to the new Joe Rogan guy? Not to get, not to talk his fucking podcast on our 25th episode. But he has a guy who got sentenced to 22 years in prison, wrongly. It's on, oh, the one from today? Yeah. I haven't listened to it. Well, anyway, he thinks that he was tortured so badly that he has tapped into that intuition. Fascinating. He's pretty convincing from what I've heard. Haven't finished it, but uh, interesting how everything we're talking about is coming up, isn't it? Because it's intuition. I just think that's interesting. You think that, that it, we were talking about intuition previously, and then the guy on Joe Rogan today was talking about intuition. Was talking about tapping into his intuition, which I just had that thought. What if you could tap into that intuition? It's been a fascinating little moment. Um, what were we talking about right before that? Intuition. Oh, I was thinking about when I said that. I look. I know we're not on a pirate ship to the moon. <laughs> but doesn't it feel like we're on a pirate ship like to the moon? It did feel like we're on a pirate ship. It to did, the moon. and I don't know where that line came from, but it, that, it felt so right. 
It was the clouds were just like they looked like sails, and it was perfect. All right, we need to post that picture of Devin. Do we have it? It's got. I have it. Okay, yeah. I'm pretty confident that. I have it. We'll post it uh, on our Instagram. Yeah, that's at Good Time Buds. That's a classic picture. It's a classic picture. Uh, and it just sums up Devin in a nutshell. Yes, it does. Like it just, you know. Yeah, no, he couldn't fit it. They can't but, see. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's worth looking into. So uh, let's just talk about unintended consequences in general. Yeah. Because we didn't write down any bullet points. No, nah, look, we're shooting from the cuff. We're shooting from the hip. We're shooting from yeah, we're shooting from the hip, not the cuff. We're going off the cuff. We're going off the cuff. We're shooting from the shooting hip. Shooting from the hip. I'm getting it. Tanked up. We're getting it in. We're um, getting it in. That's. I think that's what's so paralyzing about making decisions in general, is being aware of the fact that there's going to be unintended well, consequences. Dude, honestly, that's what really bumps me out about Obama, is because I really thought that Obama was a really good president, but the more I listened to like what people say, like he yeah, unintentionally divided the country a little yeah. bit, and then it made room for Trump to come in there and just dig the knife in there. Yeah. And split it up more. But it definitely seems like it started a... Just like everyone started fighting for their own individual thing instead of fighting as a team. Yeah. It definitely seems like that happened. Every single I mean, I'm not saying that that's Obama's fault, but like, that's the unintended consequence of... He didn't help, though. He stoked the fires. Yeah, of running the country that way, of doing... Of having the viewpoints that he had and everything, and that liberals have, which are commendable. Yeah, they just but you, aren't. They don't. You look have into to the have future. a balance. Yeah, and so it seems like that was an unintended consequence, and then now we have now we have fucking Trump, which yeah. is he fucking stoked the fire, and then Trump came and put gas on it. No shit. And it's like fuck. Now what do we do? But at the same time, it was almost necessary to. But then blow think about the unintended consequences of on. Trump. Yeah, Trump might blow the whole thing up. Well, he totally might. And start, dude. Corporations are now starting to fucking just completely defy Trump. Yeah. Like corporations are not like Nike has come out with the Kaepernick thing, basically directly against him, and then Ford and Levi's backed him. It's like tr- Trump. I don't. But understand why any of those companies are even taking a position. I don't either, other than the fact that supposed to be faceless corporations. They probably don't like Trump. That just doesn't seem worth it to alienate. Like if you just, but they're alienating the minority, so they don't care. Trump supporters. I don't think they are though. Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. Trump diehard supporters are the minority. I'm saying, well, okay, that's true, because like most people just say, I don't really. Care. Yeah, most people still are level-headed. Yeah, most people are level-headed enough to say it doesn't matter. I mean, that's true. Like, and then there are people that are dumb enough to say, "Oh, that matters the, the world to me." But I, but I, I think it still gives their like. I still think political moves. Yeah, it's in not general, the best. It just it has unintended taint. consequences. Oh, it has a lot of <laughs> unintended consequences. Every yeah, everything about the rhetoric and shit today. Uh, is going to have it's exhausting. consequences. It's literally just exhausting that everything has gotten political now. I'm so thankful for my new job well, because there's a fucking, like, I, I don't have to hear about politics There's all a the thing time. going around the internet about some soccer player that made fun of a guy's height and they're calling it racist because the guy was a Mexican. Mexicans are short people. But even... That's not racist. Like, it's... That guy's short. In general, they're shorter. Like, what's wrong with, like... 
I, this is so stupid. And I'm not a tall person. In general, Norwegians are super fucking tall. And they're super fucking hot. Just because... And yeah, and just because that's like a more... Uh, like that's more. That's their trade. That's the that's the dominant trait or whatever. Like that's. It's more desirable. Just because that's a more desirable thing and short is less desirable doesn't mean it's racist to describe people based on the weight. Asians are typically more hairless. Yeah. Than is everybody that else. Racist. Is that racist? In a lot of people's opinions, they're lucky. That's better. Yeah. Like what's wrong with just going? Hey, this is an interesting thing about this group of people we're all humans but we're all different and that's what makes it interesting so the fact that we should be able to point it out is better is what makes Dude, all of it I literally, work i literally with the whole have you heard about the serena williams bullshit yeah it's like it's, i watched it dude, fading in and out from being drunk it's as shit almost like you're not night. allowed to criticize black people anymore or women yeah like it's like she fucked up and now she made a mistake. I'm not calling her out. I'm not being racist. She fucking belittled the judge, and she was wrong. It was a ridiculous rant that she went on. Yeah. It was the most she ridiculous thing She demanded he apologized yeah. for that shit. And it's like, if I saw a white girl doing that, and I called her out, would that be... That's not racist. I don't even... I mean, granted, Serena Williams Brent is a full-figured black gal. Brent but I don't McHenry. think about her as a black... She's just the, one of the greatest females. Brent probably McKin the greatest of Brent female. McHenry... The white ESPN anchor lost her job because she flipped a bitch on a tow truck lady. Like, I feel like I heard about that. Yeah, well, it was over the line. But she was a hot, white, blonde girl who flipped a bitch and lost her job. Yeah. Sometimes if you flip a bitch, there are consequences. And she got the consequences. That's not a race thing or a sexist thing. Like, that's what happened. Yeah. She yelled at the judge. He felt it was excessive, and he docked her. That's yeah. the rules of tennis. No one is above the rules of the game that they're playing, no matter how great they are. No. Tiger Woods isn't going to hit a fucking ball out of bounds and take a mulligan. No. Like, you're not above the point. rules. You're No one is. Yeah. Other than in basketball, they don't call traveling. But that's it. And that's another unintended consequence. Circling back to sports. That's another unintended consequence of just sort of... She's obviously been listening too much to the news. Yeah. She would... I Oh, dude. I don't want to say this for sure. I don't know Serena Williams. I don't think that's an argument she would have made five years ago. Mm-mm. Like, I feel like I that's either. something that would have but only dude, occurred after- to... Hold on. I'm thinking that's something that would only have occurred to her... In the heat of right now. In the heat of right now. Because yeah. otherwise, that thought wouldn't have even have crossed her mind. She so would have had to own up to being a bitch. Yeah. Five years ago, she would have had to own up to being a bitch. If you throw your racket, you get fucked. Like, yeah. everyone knows that. It's the standard rule, and it's a mandatory... It's um, like LSD being a mandatory five years. I don't agree with it, but it's a, that's what it, it's mandatory. Do I eat it all right away, and then can, I can't prove you at it? Vote Libertarian. Um, but... God damn it, what was I going to say? Change my mind. Don't vote. Unless it's something important. Don't vote. Do you think not voting has unintended consequences? Because I honestly don't. Don't vote to vote. If you have something you care about, vote. I don't... Even if it... I mean, granted, a lot of your votes don't count. Dude, that's what says about living in a predetermined state. Yeah. Like, my vote's going to go... Yeah, it'd be nice to live in, like, Ohio. I'd be nice to live in a swing state. Some yeah, my some sort of like bellwether state or something. My vote's gonna go Democrat no matter what, because Portland owns. Oh, you mean Oregon overall? Yeah, yeah. because Portland owns 
Uh, Portland and Eugene own the state, pop, uh, population-wise. And the problem and is... And they're the most liberal of... The crazies are slowly working their way towards the top. I love the liberalness of Portland. I, it's one of my favorite well, things about Oregon. <sighs> like, I love it. But the problem is, the craziest of the crazies... The more crazy you are, the more you can cry and tolerant towards people who are completely on your side, but not as liberal as you. Like, look, I'm very... I'm, like, I'm, liberal people who, who still say that, like, hey, you know, like, you're born a certain thing. It's I'm not pretty, all I'm a pretty society. liberal person, and Portland's been pretty liberal, but all the liberal things that they say they care about aren't getting better. Like, Oregon's education is fucking piss poor. Yeah. We have no money for education. Hey, your Our mom homeless, nah. Yeah. My home, your mom, the, the homeless teacher. are fucking out of control. They're, they're not doing anything yeah. to take care of the homeless. Like We're doing better than San Francisco, but not... Our, our we're, roads... We're working our way down. Our roads are fucked. Yeah. Like, we have the... We're, we have no money for whatever reason. To do anything. Well, because we spend it all on social programs. And not that I'm against all social programs. But they're not doing anything. But I'm against social programs that just enable slackery. For uh, a couple yeah. reasons. A. It's like pitching money it, to raise awareness. It's like I'm exact, not going to donate yeah, yeah, money to sure. raise awareness. I will donate money to find a cause. But I'm not going to donate money to raise awareness. Yeah. That means you're going to take my money and buy a ribbon and give it to somebody. Instead of take my money and solve fucking cancer. Yeah. I'm not here to raise awareness. We're going to find a fucking answer. Yeah. And I'm not against people helping people, but I am against, I really think that when you don't, my, my argument is not the get a job argument. My, my argument though is do something that gives you do something a purpose. To help yourself yeah. First. And, and, and I'll say this humans in general, I include myself 100%. I may be one of the worst offenders. But humans have a tendency to take the path of least resistance. And if you can just be given everything, even if your life's in the gutter, if you could just continue to be provided for. You're going to keep doing that. What do you, yeah. You're going to fall into that trap until you hit rock bottom. It's hard for successful people to even get up every morning and do what they have to do to be successful. You think somebody who's had the momentum of years and years of just doing terribly and just yeah. being given everything, that takes so much effort. To reverse that trend. Yeah. To and stop that's that, why a lot of people get stuck boulder. in it until they're dead. Yeah. And so, it, I'm not against all, like, social programs, but I think that we're too quick to hand them out, unintended consequences, too quick to hand them out in the name of sort Good of generosity and yeah. shit. Yeah. Without, like, being like, well, hold on. Let's, like, show me let's some numbers. vet this. Let's look at, yeah, like, why can't we also be analytical? Like, the Liberal Party's supposed to be so pro-facts. I feel like they don't look at facts at all anymore. No. They're completely, well, whatever somebody says, that's what it is. Even though every single person, everybody acknowledges that every single person ever has been 100% unique, which makes us all the same. Oh, yeah. But we're all unique. In that, like, there's no way that you can just, like, look at a person and then, you know, make that analysis. Yeah. And that's worse than anything is people doing that. And they claim that they're doing that in the name of tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking backwards. And I don't get how they don't see that. I don't get how they don't see that. I don't get how they don't see that they're, like, trying to be the voice for everyone instead of letting everyone else have their own voice. Now, granted, they're, yeah, well, yeah, for sure. Like, but, like, granted, who? I know that there are people looking at me right now going, I don't know how he doesn't get this. 
And that, that's a struggle. But this well, one I think we're right. Wrong. This one I think we're right on about. They are idiots. Mine was sort of like on a grander scale, but this one I think we're right on. Yeah, no, we nailed it. This one I know we're right on. We may have. You came, can't judge a look, person based on what they look like. Look, we may have Fuck came you. out slow, but we are fucking fired up. up now, getting baby. fired up. Getting fired we're up. Getting right into it. I wish I had more vodka because I'm completely out of cocktails. That's a bummer. It is a bummer. What are the unintended consequences of going to Oregon State, do you think? The un... <laughs> I looked up that way to think and my, my Oregon State banner sitting right there. Let's go, Beavs! Let's go, Beavs! By the way, killed it Yeah, suck game. it, Southern Utah, you Idiots. Sorry, what was your question? The unintended, unintended consequences, consequences of, going of going to Oregon to State. No, I'm going to Oregon State. For um, me, an unintended consequence of going to Oregon State was not graduating. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty confident if I would have went Like if you had gone others. someplace where like friends were? Yeah, just like any other school. Everybody just really had like no other choice but to do school instead of just fuck around and get drunk. Well, yeah, like everybody you know is there and so mm-hmm. like... It doesn't require as much work to like go out and I've got this. That's the last one, but that's pretty close. Yeah. Um. But whew. that's also how much money it costs you compared to money you could have been making. But again, I my opinion. But it's uh, the unintended positive consequences of going to college. Oh, you learned- which is what is outside of your education. Ah, uh, yeah. School education. Your life education that that you that's where you grow when you're in college yeah is uh pretty significant and pretty important yeah that's where you grow that's and like as much of a rip off as college can be which it is in a lot of ways I I think in terms of if, if the way that I see a good life lived this is completely subjective the way that I see a good life lived is having some crazy times in college. Yeah. I really subscribe to that idea. I think that There we- are people who were just studying in their dorms to become doctors, to become astrophysicists, whatever, and I commend them for it. But as far as I'm concerned, college is a time to get a little education, but get a lot of life education. Dude, I Fuck up a lot and learn... Learn what rock bottom looks like so you can learn how to work your way back out of it. Like, I I think you need to get your ass kicked in college. I could have graduated from... I'm not... Okay, I need to... Real quick, because I almost just walked into a big hole. I'm not saying I personally could have done this. I'm just saying if I had the ability and had done this, if I had the ability to have gone to Harvard and graduated in four years, it would not have been as fun and fulfilling as it was to go to Oregon State and try for five years and just get drunk but go to the school that I've always I only I only applied for the team you I only for. applied to one school really yeah I applied to Oregon State my mom was like what are you going to do if you don't get in I was like I guess I'll go to Chemeketa because I knew I had to go to college my mom was not going to let me it's not die. like you weren't going to get into like well I know I know, but she wanted... Oregon State is the best school. She wanted me to fill out more applications because I think that they thought that I wanted to go to college. And I was like, I want to go to Oregon State or I'm not going to college. Like, it's not... Like, college is not was not like a... It wasn't a party destination in my mind at all at that point. And it also wasn't... I didn't want to go to do more school. Yeah. But I didn't have a choice. And then once I got there, I realized what partying was. 
And then I obviously did that. Oh, I like that. (laughs) I did that. I like that. Yeah. So, that's that's an unintended consequence of my parents forcing me to go to college. Is they turned me into this. So, (laughs) I'm just thinking about the amount of people that would love to be forced to go to college. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a white people problem for sure. Yeah, well, I'm not saying that I wasn't the same. Well, I mean, it's like, I wasn't forced. If but I, if, I if honestly I, think if that I my came... parents subscribed to generally the same idea that I do. Which is like... That's where you go to fa- grow up. That's where you go to grow up. I think if I would have... I think it's important in that if way. If I would have came to my parents... Dude, that's what's shitty about having the most understanding parents is like, you can't ever complain about them. Because if I would have gone to my parents and said, hey, I really don't want to go to college, they would have been like, fine. If I would have went to my parents and told them like, at 18 that I want to go pump gas... For a year and just make some money, they're like, fine. Like, that's the most frustrating thing about having understanding parents. It's like, you, I can't complain about anything they've ever done to me. Because it's just, it's a lie. They've just been fucking chill. Yeah, they've always just been super chill. They never even told me not to do drugs. They never talked to me about sex or drugs or anything. They just showed me how they lived, which knowing now is the most boring way to live. But at that Indeed. time, I didn't know anything else. So I was like, well, this is how you do it. You do everything fucking sober. And then now come to realize they were just fucking me the whole time. Classic parents. God damn. I wish, I wish, I don't know. It, that's the question is like. I don't wish it was. My, my dad obviously never talked to me about anything. Obviously, my mom, your dad has literally never talked to you about anything. But my mom was. Overly talked about it, Sherry. Yeah, and a well, then also she a was that over- spilled over sort of in my life because I tend to overshare. Yeah, but she also was overly like, "Don't do that, don't do that." Like she, she overly don't do it. Don't. She was a lot of don't, and a lot of that stemmed from her mom. Yeah, because her mom was obviously, you know. <sighs> Anyways, wild child, wild child, but uh, child, please. It, I don't know. So I got the two opposites, you and then you got, yeah. and then you got two. Just very, I got two, two of the chill. same people, but like, and both of them just very. But like, they love to travel, and they obviously they love, yeah, yeah, and they're very happy. Yeah. Somehow they're always happy together. Like I don't really get it. I mean, I just I don't. Is it get just it. like as far as you're concerned, it wouldn't be fulfilling to you? Yeah, but I don't get it. And that's a good example, though, of like the. My worldview says that you need to party in college. Yeah. And I think that's where yours fits in, where theirs just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they go, like, I would love to go. That was a well-placed burp. I would love to go kayaking with them, but I can't get high while I do it. Yeah. And so I'd be kayaking sober. I know. Like, I want to do like, Things. I want to bring my parents, I, like, I want to bring my family. I'm the only one in my family that parties in that way. Yeah. They all drink alcohol. Yeah. A lot. It is like I a mean, they all they all party, but they don't drug party. Yeah. And I would love if they could because there's something unique about things like weed that really bring down your walls in a way that alcohol doesn't. Doesn't. Until you're too far hammered. and then uh, Yeah, until you're fun. too far hammered to not remember it. Yeah. Like... Anytime that happens is when you're too drunk to remember it. Yeah. Whereas if you just got high, it opens it up like that. Or if you did some acid together. But it doesn't even... Like, what a cool thing if a family could do acid together. Yeah. 
Think about no, that. I, I never yeah. thought about that. Like the whole family doing. I've thought about, you know, giving my mom mushrooms, things like that. But I've never thought about the whole it family would, doing acid together like on our old back backpacking dude, trips. I've thought about trying to bring weed to a family get together and I'm confident my brother would hit it. I'm confident. I'm confident my sister would strangle me. Yeah, your sister would kill you. Your mom would probably spank you, and your dad would act like he's never... What is weed? I've never even seen that sorry, before. Sorry, it makes me too paranoid. Um, I won't try it. Yeah, I won't try no. it. No. Ronald Reagan. Yeah. I think my <laughs> yeah. mom... I honestly think I could convince my mom to. Because I think her friend Sherry... That's how I not felt. not going to say her last name, but that, I think she does it. You don't think you could convince your dad? I don't know. I like that Sherry move. Obviously, Sherry does. Yeah, I know. And Ron. Obviously, Ron does. Obviously. Their kids definitely do. Definitely do. So I think I could get this. I don't know that my mom's never done it. But she told me she's never been... Yeah, she told me she's never done drugs. I told her I've never done drugs. She told me My mom told me a lot of things she never did that turns out she did. But like... Well, yeah, but my mom... Your mom has no reason to lie. Yeah, my mom doesn't trying to hide something or be too Christian. Yeah, no, she knows that I do drugs. I don't know that she knows what drugs I've done. But she, know, I told her I quit smoking, and she told me she's like, "No, you didn't." I said, "Cigarettes." She's like, "What else did you smoke?" And then I just like, <laughs> I didn't say anything. Did you follow up on when she said, "No, you didn't"? <laughs> yeah. Well, she said, "No, you didn't," and I said, "Yeah, I did." And she said, "Well, no," she said, "No, you didn't." And I thought she knew about the weed. This was like three years ago. Oh. Okay. So I said cigarettes, thinking that she was mad about the cigarettes. Uh huh. And she was like, "What else did you smoke?" And I was like, "Oh, whoops." <laughs> Well, fair enough. That was like three years ago. So now she knows. I've been caught by my parents smoking weed a few times. Yeah, but yeah, like mostly, re- mostly in the last two months. You know, like I've been recently, getting pretty cavalier. Yeah, you know, like with recently, it. it's just kind of been out in the air. But it's and kind of and I swear by that. It's, yeah. It still has that sort of edge to it that makes it fun. Yeah. It's it's that edge that it had to it when it was still illegal. It's just and you because, would do it. It's just because they don't get it. Yeah. Like the, it's like. But uh, they can't argue with like. Everyone. I work yeah. hard. And all things considered, I'm doing pretty well. Exactly. Now that they know that we do it and, like, we're not pieces of shit, they have to just be like, okay, well, whatever. And I can make arguments that I'm significantly better than I was when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, just in terms of being chill. Because I used to be just fucking high. I was a very high neurotic little kid. Yeah. And oh, so, definitely. Uh, yeah, they can't fucking argue with that shit. Yeah. And, yeah. But what was I going to say? Oh. So my mom knows I've done mushrooms, but nothing about the acid and nothing about the myriad... Cocaine, Adderall, ecstasy... Molly. Molly. Scissor. Xanax. I mean, like, fucking other pills. Scissor. Yeah, some other things that I'd rather just not even admit to. I can't think of anything else I've done other than, like, uh, oxys and, like, stuff like that. But I never had. Well, I mean, we've all done. Yeah, I've never. I've never understood the pain pill addiction thing. Well, I. Anytime I've like broken a limb, I've denied. I've declined getting pain pills, even if it's. I wasn't gonna. I was gonna say even it's more painful. I just. I'm just a douche for saying that. Yeah. Um, but I've always declined it because, you know what. I have a real tendency towards getting addicted to everything that's great. Yeah, when I was, yeah, when I was... Everything that's great, When I got I my wisdom love. teeth out, I got Vicodin. Uh-huh. But it didn't hurt me, so I didn't take them. Yeah. But I also didn't know, because I was in high you school... Could party? I didn't know that Vicodin was a party drug. Yeah. So... 
Well, and that's the thing, and so like I wouldn't, I wouldn't get them because I just knew that like. Yeah. But if it's around. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, like I've had allegedly I've, I've had period, I've had points in my life where propane for the forklift was oh, propane for pretty forklift. Uh, readily available. Pretty readily available. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And so that was that's always and fun. You need to move back into that house. It's always fun. Um. Unintended consequences. Unintended consequences, of but just but life. that's the thing is everything in life is the unintended consequence. Consequences. Well, that's true. <laughs> but the unintended consequences of experience from all those things that we've talked about are essentially nothing other than alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol is by far the most troublesome. Yeah, it. I'm not talking shit on it. Obviously, I like to drink. Yeah, but like in terms of like just troublesome alcohol. Yeah, alcohol will fuck you. It'll make you hurt. Yeah. It'll make you hurt pretty bad. It'll empty your bank account. It'll turn you into a fucking idiot. It's the only drug that has been proven to actually instigate aggression. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I know, me neither. And yet, it's the most commonly accepted. It's the most commonly accepted. Like, everywhere drinks. Like, what if... Okay, let's just make a little... Let's play a little what's it called. What if skis? It's basically a what if skis. A uh, thought experiment. Thought experiment. Ew. Thought experiment. What if instead of alcohol oh. being the prevailing. Now think about this. Okay. Think about how fundamental alcohol is. In to, our life? Uh, or just like. In, in the in world like, history. Yeah. In world history. Yeah. Just I how mean, ingrained it is. Just how serious alcohol is around the world. What if it was mushrooms instead? Unintended consequence, right there. No, but Boom. just think about yeah, it. Yeah, no. What if it was mushrooms instead, and alcohol was the thing that you did very rarely, but <laughs> mushrooms were your weekend thing? What if the whole world and so do you flipped feel like, like that? Mushrooms, mushrooms is a bit extreme. Like, I think weed would be more comparable. No, no, no. I'm asking that for a reason. Like it's mushrooms? a thought experiment. God, dude. Honestly, the world would be um, pretty chill. We probably wouldn't get much done, though. No, but you wouldn't need to, really, because everyone would... I agree, but at the same time, we'd still be dying at 40. Although, I have heard that those statistics are skewed because... because babies die. Babies die. A All lot, time, yeah. especially back then. Like, you still... A full age... A, a full... A full... A full... Full-grown baby, man. Life, the lifespan of a human, you can still make it to, like, 65, 70, even 80. It just was rare because everything killed you. Malu- Methuselah lived 900 and something years old. Obviously, I mean, no, it was Everybody 600 knows when he that. an arc. Everybody knows that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, obviously you could live longer. For sure. Especially back then. What was that card game? Solitaire. Old man, little old lady, white-haired something. It was a card Spider game. Solitaire. No, Crazy no, no. Eight. Spades? God, what was it called? No. Go fish. God, I can't remember what it was called, but there was a Bible version of it, and it was Methuselah. Spoons? I don't remember what it was called anymore, but I thought it was something to do with an old person, and I think that's why they, they tied it to Methuselah. Although I could, I could be tying the two together. You want to know a big unintended consequence of the church? Positive or negative? Negative. Yes. Child fucking. 
Yeah, that's an unintended that's consequence. That's an unintended consequence. Well, and that's the thing. Why that's the unintended consequence of shutting of down all nature. sexual... Yeah, that's just the unintended consequence of human nature. Yeah, it's going to squirt out different weird... To squirt probably the wrong word. But squirt, but it squirts the right word because... Like, know, it's it going to squirt out like, the wrong You're going to find the tiniest crack where you might be able to get away with it and fucking do it. Yeah. Because you can't... Dude, what you're hardwired to do. Humans are both really good. Like, a lot of humans are really good, but they're all perverts. Oh, yeah. Every human's a pervert. Yeah. Well, not every human. Some well, are most of them. weirdly prude. I don't get prudes. I just... Me either. But... Like, nope. Do you just not like things that are pleasurable? Think about, like, germaphobes, though. Like, yeah. if you're afraid of germs, that would be... But that's a different... That's a whole different... I ball. briefly thought I was afraid of germs, and I was like... And then I took advice from George Carlin. It's like, no. You just, like, live life. Yeah, you lick things to build your immunity. Lick some stuff. Yeah. And it builds your immunity. And you know what? I don't get sick that often. Honestly, I'm pretty confident that I don't get sick very often because I bite my nails. I think you're wrong. Like, my... Why? My hands are always dirty. Don't you think... I think that's what's causing all that dryness on your hands. That, that doesn't, it's not on this hand. That doesn't make any sense. Oh. You and Harrison always have these theories that just don't make sense. You only bite them on one hand? No, I bite all my nails. That's why it doesn't make sense. But that's why I don't well, your get right sick. Your right arm is fucked. It'd be, yeah, I have probably eczema or something. But I always bite my nails, so my, there's always, I, that's always literally just eating germs. That's my true. My body fights them off. I mean, that's a good point. Is like, yeah, you're always My hands your are always dirty, up. and they're always in my mouth. Yeah. Like, that's honestly, when I think about it, it makes me want to quit, but then I watch a beaver game and I can't quit. You chew your nails when we watch beaver yeah, games? Yeah, I get I nervous as fuck, that. dude. I, like, Is that what you do when you get oh, nervous? Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. I start biting my nails. My aunt did that. Yeah. It's not even really nervous, like excited. In general, we're learning stuff about it's Kevin. Like, ex- like if we were at a Sturgill Simpson concert and he was about to come on stage, I would start biting my nails. Like, it's like an anticipation. Like, I just get fucking pumped. I'm just trying to picture that happening. You know what? I guess I've seen it. Yeah, but I'm, I bite my nails all the time. That's why they're always fucking real short. Fascinating. My mom's been trying to get me to stop for years. Well, I'm not gonna do it though because it makes me healthy. Good point. Yeah, eating dirt get makes you fat, posi- and that's wisdom. Yeah, <laughs> eating dirt makes you fat, and that's wisdom. So unintended consequences. Think about the unintended consequences. Everything has an Think unintended Think about the unintended consequences of us having that class with Mitch. Which one? The first one where we realized that we were Brian Regan fans. That's a good point. And that was a positive consequence. Yeah. But like, yeah, good point. If we never had that class, who even fucking knows? Interesting. Because, I mean, like, that's the first time we really, like, realized that we were the funniest people on the fucking planet. True that. True that. And then you're like, oh, you like Brian Regan? Oh, I like Brian Regan. Hey, let's go to Brian let's Regan. Let's go to Brian Regan. Like, November oh, let's something. Let's go to Brian Regan, yeah. We'd always see let's each other in the mall. Let's stop by the mall. Yeah. Let's get B stands for beer pong. And the warning is not cool. And Devin was with us for some reason. Yeah, and Devin was with us for some reason. Yep. Fucking Devin. Yeah. That was Another linchpin. That was all unintended consequences. Thank you, Mrs. Morrison, who I think did the scheduling. You I'm fat bitch. <sighs> We were talking about her over uh, Labor Day weekend. Labor, when yeah. We were all camping. And basically everybody thinks she's a piece of shit. Like, just not a good teacher. She's a Or not a good... Human. Uh, whatever. Like, yeah. Say, uh, what, whatever she is. What was she? Like, the counselor. Yeah, yeah, but, but like a guidance... Guidance counselor. Like a career... Like, 
I'm gonna not like a John out. Sullivan guidance counselor who's sent no. with a little check. That guy was doing ass. That guy, wanted, off that I that guy okay. wanted to help children. That guy could fuck off. Really? John Sullivan? John Sullivan could fuck off. He was, nice, he was a nice. He was a nice guy to me, but at the same time, I had to go to him every single week or every day, every day or every couple days or every week, because I had to get my teachers to say. Like I paid it, like I did a good job in class. You were one of those kids, huh? I was very disruptive. Yeah, I had a tendency to take over the class. Yeah, well, I tried, but they always just tell my mom. Like, see the thing. Oh, that's me, true. That you had an Achilles heel. It was always just in house. They always handled it in house. They just call my mom, and then I'd go home, and then I'd get in trouble. So like, I didn't have to get the permission slips. I would just go home and get fucking reamed. That sucks. It's like, well, fuck. They just sent home an actual mailer that says Austin. Has an A in this class, but he won't let me teach it. Yeah. It's like, my, yeah, they just went down the hall for me. Yeah, that sucks. But, yeah, it was. There Kevin, was some, Kevin is the child of some educators. Mm. Yeah, math and, math and English. His dad is a, was a math major. My dad is a doctorate in math, or statistics. That's just, a doctorate. I call him Dr. No Sir. wonder he loves sports so much. He's I didn't know it was statistics. Nerd. I didn't know it said, I, I just, Dude, you always I said math, raised, but that makes sense why you would like sports so yeah. much. I was raised by fucking nerds, man. That's true that. I did, it rubs off on me, I, I'm kind of nerdy, but I like it because I realize as I get older that my mom's like really funny. Oh yeah, she is. Like, like she's like, has she uses words well, and she's like actually pretty funny. My dad is where I get my sarcasm. He's not that funny, he's just very sarcastic. Yeah, that's <laughs> you just true. Just talk shit all the time. Yeah, that's right. Like that's where I get that part of me. Yeah, you pretty much. But got where it. I get my creative like writing in like it's your mom. Yeah, it's all my mom. Which I realized as I got older. Oh yeah, because your dad's math analytical. Analytical and yeah, which I get. I realized that as I get older. When I was younger, I, I don't know. That's probably just because I idolized my dad. But I got it. I thought I got it all from him. But no, not even close. Yeah. Not even fucking close. I'll tell you what, you'll realize the traits you got from each of your parents while you're on acid. I get that, like, yeah. half the Dude, time that we're tripping, Fluff, I, like, go, this is my dad, Dude, or that's my mom. When me and Fluff go out on adventures, yeah. like, when I, you know how we always stray from the group? I do. I always, uh, I always picture Andy and Michael. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Interesting. But I just always do. Because they were friends... They definitely never did acid together, but they were friends. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, they were in the same grade, and Dane's not that big. Yeah, Dane's not that big, and me and Fluff run. And they're soccer. both fucking goofy and nerdy. <laughs> they played soccer, and then yeah. they had to come to minor Fluff soccer games where they were both there. Like yeah. they just were around each. Our families were around each other, so yeah. you know, you're forced to be friends. I mean, they they probably weren't the best of friends outside of that, but well, they I were, see what they you're were friends. So it's just like weird when me and Fluff. Whenever I, we go out, I always. Picker, Andy, and Michael. And then that one time, Tyler <laughs> looked like Darren. Oh, yeah. You looked like a troop leader. <laughs> yes, I did. Ian was, like, too cool for school. He just, like, wouldn't take his shirt off or anything. Fucking classic Ian. Being a real fucking loser. And then me and Flubby just out laying on the rocks. He's not a yes man. No. He, he does genuinely seem happy when he does acid, though. Yes, he does. And I think he is. But, like, I... That's what's weird, is I think that is genuinely happy, and I still don't see it. Yeah, that's what's that's weird. True. That's true. 
And I see when he's on acid, but like the rest of the time, it seems like he's completely. And that's the problem is there are people who are just completely content like that. And I think he is one of them. And I envy him for that. It's, yeah. I mean, he's just. When does he never not seem content <laughs> yeah, with no. what's going on? When is he. He never blows up and gets really angry. Ever, unless you talk about religion. Yeah, he. It's the only time he fucking with off Shelly? Yeah, dude. It's it was like, right outside. It was right there. Like, let's it was right there. Go, dude. Yeah. We're not talking about this right now. That was, that was Are even. Are you arguing with Shelly that about was even, religion? Yeah, that was even when I was, like, super anti religion. And I still was like, it's Shelly. You're not going to make any points. And it's like. Yeah. That was funny. God, we had so much hash. Oh. Sprinkling it. Just like. Devin just had like that block, a giant rock of hash. I think that was from when we traded that bong. Which bong? To the drug dealer neighbors. We just had like a little bong mm. that we traded to the drug dealer neighbors nice. at Casa Verde, and they paid us in weed and hash. Nice. Like 140 bucks for like a $40 bong. But it's because they had so much that they didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. it worked out for us. What's going on? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Sean the bum? I mean, sure. I haven't seen him. Unintended consequences. Unintended consequences. I hate how popular bums are in Corvallis. They got Dancing Mike. I think. And Sean the bum. Is Dancing Mike technically a bum? I don't bum? know. I fucking hate that guy, though. He's On the definitely record strange. and off the record. He's definitely I strange. fucking hate that guy. I don't hate him. He used He's to come to Woodstocks all the time, and he was such a fucking That's douche. Sucks. Yeah, I mean, if you work someplace. God, I could go for some Woodstocks pizza <sighs> right now. Yeah. Ooh. I love Woodstock's pizza. I'm gonna eat the fuck out of it right now. Um, yes, so unintended consequences of eating pizza. Eventually you're gonna get fat. Damn. It's an unintended consequence, but it's a foreseeable consequence. That one is a foreseeable. It's pretty, it's pretty obvious. If you eat a lot of pizza, you're gonna get fat. That is foreseeable. So. I'm sure there's a bunch of other unintended consequences because everything has unintended Everything's consequences. Everything's an unintended and, and consequence. And essentially, it's you just need to get the used. butterfly effect. You just need to get used to that fact. And I'm basically telling myself as I'm saying it out loud. You just need to get used to the fact that everything you do is going to have unintended consequences. And so make the best decision you can and realize that no matter what you do, there will be consequences of some kind. And you got to take it and like just like if you expect it as part of the process. And then, then you can, like, take it on the chin and be fine about it because it's like, well, this is part of getting to the next thing. There's going to be well, unintended consequences. And odds are pretty good that this is all a simulation and you get to do it an infinite amount of times. Odds are pretty so good. So you get to do every simulation. So, I mean, really, you don't have to be that careful with your decisions. Yeah. Because you're going to get to do it again. So just go wild, you know. Just go, go for it. Hire wild. Hire wild. For your bachelor parties. For all of your... Stripper needs. All of your stripper needs. We'll see you after the break. Ladies, are you tired of the bullshit? Are you tired of trying to find a decent man who knows how to treat a woman? Are you tired of paying money to dating websites, sifting through unoriginal profiles and Vince Vaughn quotes? I think it's time you tried Gary. Gary is the hottest new dating website that saves you the time and anxiety of traditional dating websites and brings you the ease of Gary. 
Gary has a specific, sophisticated algorithm that eliminates all other men's profiles that aren't Gary. But don't take it from me, take it from the creator himself. Hi, I'm Gary. Do you need fun? Do you need spontaneity? Do you need something new? You need Gary. Do you want honest and open communication? Do you want someone to come home to after a long day? Do you want your knight in shining armor, your best friend, and an experimentally adventurous lover? Sounds like you want Gary. Do you love long walks on the beach? Do you love romantic candlelit dinners at the top of a mountain? Do you love having your every desire fulfilled? Sounds like you love Gary. Good news, ladies. Your search is over. Gary, absolutely free, just like Gary on Friday night. Are you a horse enthusiast looking for a speed freak with a Jetsons obsession? Cause you won't find that here. Tennis anyone? Now you're in the right place. 15 Love. 15 Love is a brand new app that matches promising young male tennis stars with a variety of hands-on coaching from our local tennis instructors. With just a quick swipe right or left, your child will pick the coach he'd like to work with. Likewise, the coaches will be swiping on your child as well. If both swipe right, You've got what we call a game, set, match. And you can set up a one-on-one -on -one training session at our private tennis facilities. Parents are not allowed to view practices and must exit the premises immediately upon drop-off of your child. This is so the coach can get to know your son in a casual, intimate, secluded environment. Our facilities include ice baths, locker room style showers, sauna, jacuzzi, and massage parlors, where each session ends with a full body rubdown. Platinum subscribers are entered in a raffle for a weekend getaway for the coach and player to any one of our two timeshares near Wimbledon. 15 love. The ball is in your court. Are you fat? Are you ugly? Fat and ugly. The new dating website for the physically unfit and visually unpleasant. Down here at Fat and Uglies, we believe even the worst deserve the best. You don't even have to get off the couch to turn your life around. In three easy steps, not physical steps of course, you can sign up and soon, those three large pizzas will be for two. Pictures not required, just a list of your favorite meals and television programs and we'll take care of the rest. It ain't easy being fat and ugly and now you don't have to do it alone. Fat and ugly, where two wrongs always make a right. Ladies and gentlemen, Austin B. Sweeney. Man on the right who was screaming for 
judgment like there ain't enough already to rise above it. Now you're making rules based on your assumptions. And I know how that makes me feel.
this is an ocean plaguing us all When the mountains rise high and the high rise begins to fall But hindsight's 2020 And we're all running out of money And we fight like the big one ain't coming after us all Yeah.
people see what kind of fools we were Why the hell were we all ever so concerned We can cling to our possessions Open our hands and let them Fall to the dirt to which someday we'll all return Look here. No, down here. Welcome to Lil Fancy, previously known as Rent-A-Midget. I'm Ted. And I'm Ed. And as brothers, we're the fifth generation in our family's business. Here at Lil Fancy's, we provide work opportunities for our diminutive citizens. Jobs such as tiny butlers, garden gnomes, chimney sweeps, tiny lawyers, fake child, tiny dog walker, tiny dog walker, human lawn dart, circus midget, midget wrestlers, tiny plumbers, and other humorously titled jobs. And Christmas, since we've been in business, tall people can't even get elf gigs anymore. When you think little fancies, you think midgets. Hey, are you deaf? Listen here. Have we got a product for you. Introducing DEFCON 5. Our first four DEFCONs are currently wrapped up in litigation. We're confident that with DEFCON 5, your ears are going to perk right up. Our patent-pinning DEFCONs were designed with the casual deaf person in mind. Listen to this. Our barely noticeable headgear is ergonomically designed, with two giant cones that stick out of each ear for maximum listening coverage, connected by a customizable headband. Now you're really going to want to hear this. With telephone orders only, the first 25 callers will receive a second pair of DEFCON 5s absolutely free of charge. DEFCON 5. Thanks for listening. So thick. Riddle me this. You're suave. You're hysterical. You've got so much money. I'll have to get rid of your list. What's your secret? Well, Steve, it's actually very simple. My dentist prescribed me this super lisp shaver. What's that? Oh, you haven't heard of the super lisp shaver? It's a scientifically designed mouthpiece to separate the tongue from the teeth. So, you're telling me this is backed by science? Yeah. And the best part is, it's barely noticeable. How many serious scientific studies have they done? Actually, I'm the first test before they send it to market. But so far, so good. Well, I'm convinced. I gotta get a super lip saver. Super lip saver. Because Sally does sell seashells down by the seashore.
Ladies and gentlemen, we're back, and we are talking serial killers, and I'm just going to lead this off. What brought this on was I learned a very uh, disturbing fact uh, from one of my coworkers. So there was this guy, I'll set it up, there was this guy that he saw at the gym, like all the time, in the morning when he went to work out. Uh, who saw the gym? A guy at my work. Okay. The guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His name will shall remain off the record for his protection. Protection. So Tyson was going to the gym, and he kept seeing this guy. And then when we would go at work, we would check the Yamhill County roster, inmate Obviously. roster, Obviously. just for fun. Yamhill County Jail roster. See how many people we knew, you know. Yeah. Which is always a fun thing to do. The old game. See where people are. And we kept seeing this guy, and it said he was in like subsidy housing. Or something. But he had to go in and get his picture taken. He was like in there. His release date was like sometime far in the future. <clears throat> like I think it was 2018. But this was like in mid-2017. So it was like still a year away. But Tyson was seeing him all the time at the gym. So we couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on. So Tyson kept talking about um, like going up and talking to him and seeing what was going on. But he never did. And so, anyway, some guy, one of Tyson's friends, posted on Facebook uh, something about, like, I just feel like there's a, a serial killer in Mac. Like, it, does anybody else ever just wonder about that? Mm-hmm. And somebody posted a link that was like, yeah, there is one. And it was a picture of, and so Tyson saw it. It was just a link. It didn't have a picture. It had a picture of the guy, but he was way younger. So Tyson, like, clicked on it, and it was Scott Cox, and it was the guy that he always saw at the gym. And the guy had, was confessed to two murders in Portland. Okay. That he's obviously connected to. Got sentenced to 25 years in prison. Got out after 20 for good behavior. But he's connected. Yeah, good for him. But he's connected to 20. He's the prime suspect. Not connected to. He's the prime suspect in 20 more murders throughout America and Canada. And he used to be a long haul truck driver. Interesting. So he was just driving around places, fucking murdering people, and he's bef- probably murdering than fucking people. And he was checked into a mental hospital, well, 115 times. Which again, like at the hundred. How was 114 not enough? Yeah. How was 14 not enough? Yeah. How was five? It's like, dude. Okay, you got to be here. You keep doing this. You got to be here. You obviously have some weird tendencies. We figured it out on the 86th time. But, oh, no, they didn't. They almost didn't figure it out by the 70th time. And then he fucking goes on to kill probably 20-plus people. I mean, who knows how many he's actually killed, but he's the prime suspect in 20. Yeah. They just can't pin it on him. I think they were mostly a long time ago, before, like, DNA and stuff. Sure. But... So now he's on like surveillance. He has a curfew and stuff. He lives he in Mac. Go. He lives in Mac. He can't go anywhere without getting that like, permission first. Is he listed? Should we get him on the podcast? I would imagine. Um. It's an interesting thought. I don't think. I don't think so. I think he. I don't think he'd kill us, because. You think he's allowed to smoke weed? Oof. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. If I'm not saying I support his views, but I'm very <coughs> intrigued. If we're gonna do that interview, <coughs> yep. I want Harrison here with a gun. 
because he he's not gonna hesitate. That's true. If anything gets weird, he's gonna shoot him. He'll shoot him. And then he'll probably jerk off to it. Yeah, he'll probably jerk off. Yeah, Which he, will be weird, but I'm still. Hey, you gotta take the bad with the yeah. good. <coughs> That'd be very interesting. <coughs> Facebook, hit him up on Facebook. Probably not allowed to have one. I'll see if he's on there. I bet he's not allowed I'll to have I'll write a letter to the jail. There you go. Yeah, I'll see if that works. Hopefully they don't proofread it or anything, though. Ladies and gentlemen, look out for that episode. That's going to be coming <coughs> up right next to our telethon. <coughs> oh, yeah. Which is coming up. We forgot our producers were mad. Producers, fucking interns. We're mad that we didn't pro- promote that in our monologue. But, look, at the beginning of the episode... We were a little high. We were pretty high. Okay, we were celebrating. Pretty high now. Bigly, if you will. Bigly. And but we do have a telethon. But we have a telethon coming up in the near to far future. Well, what's it a telethon uh, for, Kevin? The dad jokes. It's a telethon it's our dad, for dad it's jokes. It's our dad joke telethon. We're here we to do support it every dad year. jokes. Yeah. We do it every year, and I know what you're thinking. You guys have only been around for one year. You've never done it. Well, we're getting to it, okay? A telethon's coming. Yeah, it's coming. I'm talking into the bong like it's the microphone. Well, it has the <laughs> answers. It has the answers. Well, I mean, they do look, look kind of similar, <laughs> but I realized that I was like looking doing that move. Stop looking at me, Swan. But, uh, okay, enough of the telephone. Back to serial killers. <coughs> serial killers is a fascinating topic. I think it is, too. Do you watch those, like, serial killer stuff, like, stuff on Netflix? Yeah, I've seen, like, I Am a Killer. Yeah, I watch yeah, a like, lot of that shit. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. Just to, like... Well, because documentaries are really good at, like, putting you in somebody else's shoes. Yeah. And, like, they're letting them, like, tell a story, basically. Yeah. So it's, like... I get... Like, you... I can relate to that. I've never killed anyone. But I understand the feeling of yeah. wanting to yeah. fucking... Yeah. True. But I understand the feeling of wanting to kill someone. I've been friends with Harrison for a long time. I hear you. Nobody frustrates me more than that guy. So I get it. But you just... they Once they do it... They, they, like the, they all say... Well, not they all. <coughs> but the fascinating ones that are like... The ones that like... <clears throat> they kept getting closer and closer to doing it. They kept like testing the waters, and then eventually they just like it just kind of like happened, and they did it, and then they just like couldn't stop. Yeah. Like and fucking. Well, it's a thrill, just like anything else. And yeah. Once you hit a certain level, you chase that high. Yeah, and then like fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, who was like eating basically people. trying to just barely keep him alive, so he keep fucking him, and then they die, and you'd eat them. It's like, yeah. Oh, what the. F- oh, like John Wayne Gacy. Who, like, dressed up as a clown. That's pretty creepy. That's the scariest fucking thing imaginable. Yeah. A serial killer clown. Or fucking Ted Bundy who went to, You dumb! Go Huskies! Husky. It's a fucking classic Husky move to be a fucking serial killer, dude. Where how about we go? go Beavs? Yeah, how about we go fucking Beavs? Let's go Beavs. Let's go Beavs. But John Wayne Gacy's creepy though. John Wayne Gacy's the sk- that's the most frightening thing I think I could imagine. I as as I've always <coughs> been a fan of, you know, I obviously love reading shit in Wikipedia. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things. I yeah. love reading the stories on serial killers. I like getting their background. There's just something that's so interesting about knowing that some human can look at things in a way 
where this makes the utmost sense to them. Yeah. Well, they don't even see them as humans. Yeah. They just fucking kill them. There's a Doug Stanhope podcast of a guy who is friends with the Columbine shooters. And he was the third suspect, but in reality what happened is Eric and Dylan... Shout out to Eric and Dylan. I think... Why do you know their names? Because they were the shooters. God damn it. Uh, They came up to him and, like, told him to not go to school that day. What? Yeah, because they were friends. And here's the weird part. Uh, Doug asked, like... You know, were they sort of weird or like, you know, neurotic or, you know, was there something sort of just off about them? And he goes, no, they were, they were chill about it. He was like, they were very cool about it. And Doug goes, God, that's dark that they were just fucking completely Normal. laid back about it. Was, uh. It's a worthwhile podcast. Did he, listen so to he that. didn't go, obviously, to school that day? He didn't. Did he know Why? He heard what... He started hearing what was happening. He went out to smoke a cigarette. But did he know why he didn't go to school? Or did they just tell him, don't go to school? He didn't know much. Because, I mean, this was really before school shootings were a thing. This was the first big school shooting. Yeah. Um, But he just sort of took it as it was. Didn't go. And then once he, like, heard the shooting, he started running around, like, knocking on doors. And, like... Asking to use a phone to call 911 because this was obviously before cell phones were like big, especially in high schools. <coughs> anyway, it's a worthwhile podcast to listen to, but like. That is fascinating as fuck. It, it really is. And Think like. about the unintended consequences. A lot of unintended Oh, no, serial killers. Sorry, folks. A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of. That was a goof. A lot of sad Christmases. That was a goof. Um, that was a goof. Serial killer. Like. I'm just fascinated. Like, obviously, we talk about the psychology. We have a game called What's, What's the, psychology? the Psychology? We're both psychologists, if you guys don't know. We both took psychology one-on-one but in like, college. And I, so we're pretty well diverse in the for subject. Sure. I didn't, yeah. Anyways. Don't admit that I didn't take it either. I took it, but I failed it, and I had to take it again. I wasn't, I was admitting that. it don't as sort of that, that was part of the joke. Yeah, but don't say it out loud. Like, the listeners, it's all a facade to them. <laughs> I, I think it's all a facade, a facade to all of us. It's a facade to me, for sure. Anyways. Facade. 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 Fuck a day. <laughs> Fuck a day. Um, as a psychologist that we are. are. And presumed to be. And have the degrees for. Um, it's just interesting to think about, like, the fact that people are, like, able to do that. They, like, the, the fact that they Derived were calm. Derived joy from it. The fact it. that they were calm yeah. when they told him. Or, like, the fact that the, the Las Vegas guy can, like, carry... Like, he had to carry bags of guns and ammunition up to his room, go back down, get more. Yeah. He had to load all that up. He had to put that all in his car. It's all the, He had like, to drive there. Shit. Exactly. He had to take it up the stairs. Yeah. He had to fucking load everything. He had to get the other gun pointed at the door for when the cops came. Because it's not somebody that just snaps and fucks somebody up. He had to do up. all of this. Yeah. And then he went there and he terrorized He had to sweat doing this job. of people. Yeah. And then just took his own life. Yeah. And no explanation. No John Deere letter. Nothing. And that story disappeared pretty quickly. Kaepernick started kneeling, dude. Kaepernick is a fucking plug for Trump. They're all in it together. Wait, when's when's the anniversary of that shooting? Has it already happened? 
No, 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 no. You don't think you would know if that... Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, social media. That's it's it's got to be late September, early October, right? Um, let's see if there's any way to... I don't know if there's any way to reference what was going on. There was a concert... Dude, it could have... <coughs> <coughs> no. It was 2017. It was probably like May... No. It was during... I don't fucking know, dude. I honestly have no idea. Could it have been early 2017? Like January or no, February? No, it couldn't have. It was in Vegas during a country music show. I know this because this was after Michelle and I broke up. And I knew that she had family in Las Vegas who liked country music. So I and so I texted her like, "Hey, I hope your family's cool." I didn't say that. I would I, hope you know. not. I hope your family's chill, bro. No, I I hey, said, bro, I, I know I we're on rocky nice. terms right now, but I hope your family's chill, bro. I said something nice, and uh, it turns out one of them was there, but they made it out in some capacity. She might have just been on the strip. I, I have no down. idea. But it's in the state of Nevada. It's it's all complete. That that part's irrelevant. But the point is. So it had to have been after, it had to have been after nine eleven for sure. It was. It's. It's got to be October. It's got to be late September, early. I'm gonna October. go. I'm gonna go October twenty third. Okay, I'm gonna look it up right now because I was already looking up the Columbine shooter, a uh, Columbine shooter thing. That Dylan and Eric. Yeah. Fucking again. We gotta quit using their names. That's a good call. We're gonna have to go back and post and beep those out. Eric and Dylan are interns. Not Eric and Dylan the shooters. Eric and Dylan are interns. October 1st. October 1st. I was only 22 Bam. days off. Damn. Who was playing Big and Rich? No, Big and Rich played. And then Jason Aldean was playing, right? Jason Aldean was playing. Which is funny because if Jason Aldean was playing, you'd think the shooter would just shoot himself. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Tragedy plus time equals comedy, ladies and gentlemen. God, that was a good joke. <laughs> that was a really good joke. Thanks. Fuck. I hope Jason Aldean hears this have podcast. That one. I hope Jason Aldean hears this fucking podcast. This isn't specific enough. There were a couple of just real fucked up ones that were worth reading. Or... Fucked up what? Jokes? Oh, I didn't tell you. Um, he had a couple journal entries that are pretty interesting. Who did? Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold. But Eric Eric's are the ones that I think are worse or more interesting. Now we've just used their last name. We are doing the opposite of what I want to do, but Fair it's enough. so fascinating. No, I don't. I, it's not. I'm just so fascinated that we keep using their names. Not to mention our interns I named Eric and Dylan, so that's tough. This kid wrote in, like, cursive. This kid is fucked up. It was the 90s, bro. Everyone wrote in cursive. Cursive was way of the future in the 90s. Oh, here we go. We used to have to print transcription. Yeah, we did. Do you think they still have to do that? No! I don't want to download his journal. Fuck that. You think this is how Anne Frank would have felt? Eric Harris Nazis essay. Eric Harris website. What I hate. I don't know. The point is, it all basically came down to man is ultimately sort of pointless, but also evil. I think the point was that it was sort of evil, or at least useless, and that it's better to not live, and... God, I can't remember enough to... Look, ladies and gentlemen, 
Look at look it up if you're look, looking if for you're like a fun light breezy beach read. Yeah. On your next flight to Dallas, take a nice little read. Unintended consequences. Serial killers. No, I know, but they're unintended consequences. You how many serial killers do you think started from unintended consequences? Uh how about Hitler? <laughs> There's an unintended consequence. That's an unintended That's an unintended That might be one of the ultimate... That's an old-timer. That's an old-timer. That's pretty fucking old-timer. The Hall of Fame unintended consequence. Hitler was rejected from art school. Art school. school. Just take him to art school, and we're good. Where would we be if he had just been accepted? Like, that is probably the ultimate unintended consequence. All right, I just had an idea. We write a spoof movie. I'm with you. It's going to be controversial. Go to go, go fund me. Hitler yep. gets into art school. I'm in. He goes to art as an artist. The Holocaust he never happens. He goes happened. where as an artist? Anywhere. Okay. The Holocaust never happens. Jews take over the world. They already have. Yeah, but like they really take over. We're building pyramids. Ooh. We're doing the shit stick. And the Jews are eating the brisket. And they're fucking king of the eating mountaintop. The so we as the peasants... Go back in time and fucking reject Hitler to art school. Get the hell out of here. And he does the Holocaust. The hell you and say. And kills all the, the Jews. The hell you say. I'm in. Let's write up a treatment. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, and if we'll you would like get, to see this movie, And we'll get Chris Pratt us. to play Hitler because he never does any edgy comedy. You're on that train a lot more than I am. Well, he's a fucking pussy. I agree, but he doesn't look enough like Hitler. Like, Hitler looks less blonde than the thing that he's trying to make. Like, he's trying to make the ultimate race of blonde hair. Oh, blonde. Yeah, that's true. He's got dark-ass hair. That guy's a pussy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Chris Pratt is what Hitler wants. All right, Brad, uh, Chris not Pratt, Brad Pitt. Uh, George Clooney will do it. No. He's too gray now. It's got to be black. Well, I'm thinking, I'm picturing, I'm picturing young George Clooney. Think it's somebody like Adrian Brody. Adam Brody? That would be interesting. The OC's Adam the Brody? The OC's Adam Brody. I mean, he's funny, and, like, Hitler could be, like, a funny role. Yeah. He could be, well, like, the, the first like, Hitler, if we got... The artist Hitler. You'll be the artist Hitler. Interesting. <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah. He's not evil. Yeah. He gets to be happy artist Hitler. Yeah. Then we'll go back in time, and we'll make... He's, like, a Bob Ross character. Yeah. Like, a Seth Cohen Ben. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Alright. And then we'll go back in time. Somebody get Adrian Brody on the phone and tell Adam Drew Carey to get off. And tell, yeah, get that get fucker that, off. Get that fuck off the phone. Tie up the phone lines from our fans. Okay, anyway, we still need to find a good, mean Hitler. Who's a nice, who's a good, young, mean, mean square-headed, dark-haired actor? Like Barzy, but an actor in dark brown hair. Scary or scary because because he's a pussy. Because he's well, he's just deranged. He's on the guy who plays Peta, but with black hair. Who's Peta? From the Hunger Games. Oh fucking. Josh Hutchins. Eat a dick. He's five foot two. I know, but we all hate that he, guy. He's a perfect guy to play evil Hitler. I mean, maybe, but couldn't we get somebody like uh, life size? I think Hitler wasn't... How tall was Hitler? Hold on, let me look this up, because this is important. You're going to sit across the table from me right now and ask me how tall was Hitler? We're about to learn something. I like how we're talking serial killers. 
We're on Hitler, the biggest serial killer of them all. Because we fucking go big or go home. He's not the biggest serial killer. Yeah, well, fuck off. He's actually one of the lower numbers of serial killers, but for some reason, he's like our watermark. Because he was the head of it. Uh, What about Stalin? No. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. I mean, he was like the figurehead. Like, he was the guy. Plus, he's got a good name for it, but also, so does Stalin. Yeah, but they were... They, and they, fucking they were, the they other were, guy. They were the guy. fucking the Chinese guy. They weren't the charismatic guy that got rejected from art school. I got it. Ari Shafir. What about him? He'll play angry, rejected from art school Hitler. He would. Hitler was 5'9". Five 5'9". Nine. Five nine. Alright, so that's... That's a global average, and in 1940, he was probably tall yeah, for the tall time. for the time. Mussolini was 5'7". Winston Churchill was 5'6". Was Winston Churchill fat? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think we're onto something with this Hitler, bad Hitler, good Hitler movie. Osama Bin Laden was 6'5". Fucking, why was he so angry? He could have been in the NBA. That guy should have If he developed a jumper, he could have been, been in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, he Lou Alcindor did it. out of control. Lou Alcindor did it because of the hook shot, baby. Dream. Fuck, dream the dream. Although that whole death to America thing doesn't really play well when you're it's trying not, to do the, the national anthem. Yeah, you think kneeling's an issue. That doesn't have yeah. that stance. Death to America. I mean, that's next, but we'll see what happens. That's coming. Speaking of, like, what's the definition? I'm going to look up the definition of a serial killer. Jamie, look that up. I'm going to... Look that shit up. I'm going to go with... Three or more people... That's what I would guess. Do you think it's? But what if you? What if in an act of lust you kill four people? What if you in come an act home of and lust? You, like what if you come home and your wife is cheating on you with three dudes and you kill them all? Oh, like a uh, act of passion or whatever, a crime of a passion. A crime of passion. I think that would still go down as a crime you're of passion. A, but, so you're not a serial killer. A person who commits a series of more murders, often with no apparent motive, and okay. typically following a characteristic, predictable behavior pattern. Okay. So there can't be a motive, so it couldn't be a crime of passion. Yeah. So it has to, and it has to occur kind of like as a series, not just all at once. A serial killer is typically a person who murders three or more people, usually in service of abnormal psychological gratification with the murders taking place over more than a month and including a significant period of time between them. Seems oddly specific. Different authorities apply different criteria when designating serial killers. Well, that's bullshit. While set a threshold, while most set a threshold of three murders, other extend it to four or lessen it to two. The the FBI, for example, defines serial killing as a series of two or more murders committed as separate events, usually but not always, by one offender acting alone. Although psychological gratification is the usual motive for serial killing. And most serial killings involve sexual contact with the victim. Oh, yeah, I would imagine. Get some. The FBI <laughs> states that the motives of serial killers can include anger, thrill-seeking, financial gain, and attention-seeking. Especially in the age of the internet. I added that. That's not a part of this. <laughs> murders may be attempted or completed in a similar fashion. The victims may have something in common. For example, demographic profile, appearance, gender, or race. A serial killer is neither a mass murderer nor a kill spree. A serial killer is very specific. Hmm. Fascinating. That is fascinating. 
The motives of serial killers are generally placed into four categories. Ooh. I wasn't going to move on, but I'm sort of curious well, about these four categories. Well, at least read the, Yeah, let's see what Four categories goes. are visionary, mission-oriented... Missionary? Hed- <laughs> ooh, hedonistic, ooh. Or, and power or control. Visionary serial killers suffer from psychotic breaks with reality, sometimes believing they are another person or are compelled to murder by entities such as the devil or God. The two most common subgroups are demon-mandated and God-mandated. So, okay, visionary, that makes sense. Yeah. Mission-oriented. Mission-oriented killers typically justify their acts as ridding the world of a certain type of person perceived as undesirable, such as gay or lesbian people, prostitutes, or people of different ethnicity or religion. However, they are generally not psychotic. Hmm. Some see themselves as attempting to change society, often to cure a societal ill which I think would describe the Columbine shooters because they were basically saying humans are worthless in as a whole and so I'm going to eliminate as many as I can before I go out. Huh. Hedonistic. This type of killer, serial killer, seeks thrills and chills. I added chills. And derives <laughs> pleasure from killing, seeing people as expendable means to this goal. Forensic psychologists have identified three subtypes of the hedonistic killer. Lust, thrill, and comfort. Okay, we've got extra subgroups. Are you ready for this? Sex is the primary motive of lust killers. Um, Shocker. That's why it's called lust. Whether or not the victims are dead and fantasy plays a large role in their killings. Uh, thrill. The primary motive of a thrill killer, which, without reading anything into it, thrill killer sounds the most frightening. Yeah. Because it sounds like they really put a lot of production into it. Yeah. The primary motive of a thrill killer is to induce pain or Or, terror in their victims. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what's... Like, obviously a sexual... (laughs) What does she look like, you know? (laughs) But, like, thrill... Yeah, that, they want. They want. They're they, enjoying killing you. Yeah, and, and that's they, not what they you want. want to see the most terror they can possibly see, and that's yeah. fucked up. The primary motive of a thrill killer is to induce pain or terror in their victims, which provides stimulation and excitement for the killer. They seek the adrenaline rush provided by hunting and killing victims. By the way, I've been having drinks quite a bit lately, but I woke up the other morning. No, 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 I came home the other night, and there was an empty wrapper for a fireball candy on my counter. Nothing around here has been touched. Everything was exactly where it was and still is. I don't, A, ever recall having that. B, I don't know how I would have ever gotten any. And C, who would have offered it to me? Nobody. I don't know why the fuck it was on my counter. Well, how would you not remember eating a fireball candy? That's what that's I'm. That's, that's what a, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's fascinating. I'm hoping somehow it got lodged in my pocket at one point. I mean, yeah. From like a long time ago. Did you wear any clothes that you haven't worn in a long time? Or you no. Just pulled out of your pocket. I mean, but I mean, things get stuck in your pocket, yeah. but just like. I was a little drunk, but it was disconcerting. I mean, that's a fun. That's a fun feeling. Like when I you're was definitely pretty, looking behind my shoulder a little when bit. When like you're pretty like positive, that there's no way you could have done something. 
I really can't think of a way. Yeah. Where do you even buy that shit, man? I don't know. Like, where do I you? I don't know the last time I had a fireball candy. Exactly. How where do you buy that shit? Probably as a kid. <laughs> Beats me. Man. So I've just been forced to be like, I don't nah, know if my matter. house is haunted. I guess that's <laughs> just the way it goes. <laughs> well, because I always think about like those things where like there's somebody that's just living in your house and you're just unaware of them being there. Yeah. And they keep to themselves. And I'm basically resigning myself to, to, if I don't notice them, and they're not taking any of my stuff or my food, I guess I'm just not going to do anything about it. <laughs> That's the best roommate I've ever had. If somebody was living here? I think it would make me feel less alone. What if it was like a spirit? You think it's like a spirit or you think it's an actual human? I'm not sure what's creepier. I think an actual human is creepier. I think an actual human is creepier. I think I could get along with a spirit. Because I don't think... I mean... A, they don't seem to be able to hurt you. Yeah. And B, Maybe you I go... sort of do like the idea of just like... Fuck that guy. Maybe you Whoever the like, spirit is. Maybe he can like take you over to his land. That's a little scarier. Well, but not if he comes over to you. I mean, maybe he's chill though. If maybe he, he likes could, to smoke weed. I mean, if he comes over to your universe, I, I know and this. can't go back. Why would why wouldn't you think that you could go there and come back? I know this. I have an attic above me, and I've never been in there. And it obviously makes noise, but it can make noise for any number of reasons. So it's never really bothered me. But you do wonder because the doors the doors on that side of the house. I've looked in there, but I haven't looked in there in a long time. So, like, you, like, kind of go out by the driveway and just walk in? Yeah. Because your house is sunk. Yeah. On the west side. So, the east side. Yes. So, that's interesting. There's a door over there? Yeah. By the, kind of by the bathroom window or something? I can show you when you take off. I'll show you. That's fascinating. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, it's just, you like. You have a raccoon up there. Well, I could, but why is he eating fireballs? Well, he's not. That's, that's the part unrelated. that is... That's the part... That's like, the weird part. And that I only came across this rapper like two days ago. This is all completely new. Everything else was just noises in my attic. But now all of a sudden there's a fireball rapper that I can't explain. I don't even like candy. There's zero reason I would buy it. There's zero <coughs> reason at all I would buy it. I don't buy candy. Somehow you maybe got it in Corvallis? We did a lot of drunk, fucked up shit in Corvallis, and we were at a party. What party did we go to? Devon and Alley's. I don't think. I don't remember any candy. I don't remember there. any candy. But there. like before the game or something, maybe. No. There's no reason I would have ever had a fireball. Ian, maybe. I got drunk, but I didn't black out or anything. Ian, I remember everything. What about Ian? Like, I got a present for you, and then give you trash, and you put it in your pocket. You remember that happening? Did he do that? I don't know. Because that sounds like something there. Ian would do. You guys were hammered by the time I even got there, so I don't know. I'm just come, I'm just trying to come up with ways that a rapper could have got in your pocket. I didn't find it in my pocket, though. Oh, you just found it on the counter? I found it on the counter. Oh, so it probably got put there. Not yeah. By, but not by you. That's what, what I'm saying. saying. I, don't, I didn't even take it out of my pocket. It was just on my counter. Been watch, I've probably, been watching like a lot of scary movies lately. You're probably gonna have to move. Maybe it's like seeping into my real life. You're gonna have to move. I think I might have to. Although, 
<coughs> Maybe I'll just fucking beat it up. Yeah, get a gun. I have a gun. Obviously. I've got a gun right there. I can see a gun right here. I know exactly where my shotgun is in there. I can see a gun barrel, I think. I've got a machete right there. I've got... Uh, Two blue ribbons. Almost every other time, if I wasn't wearing shorts right now, I'd have my knife. My, like, switchblade knife. Yeah, fucking cut a guy. Yeah, yeah dude, no. If somebody guy. wants to fuck around, they can come to my house, but they're not going to do well. I got Harrison, who's just, like, itching to shoot somebody. That's true. You wouldn't want to make a mistake, though. Did you hear about that cop? Which one? There was some cop who came home, and there was an intruder in their house, and they, like, told him to put their hands up, or, you know, they... I, I can't remember exactly what they said, but essentially the person didn't comply, and they ended up shooting them. And then when they went to... And, and it was, like, dark, but they shot them... They turn on their lights. They were in the same layout, but the wrong floor of their apartment. What? That's right. So they shot somebody in their own place, thinking it, it was, was their place. place. The cop did that? Uh-huh. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good for police rhetoric. No, that's not good. So I thought that how'd was she get did she get there that she How'd she get in the house? Was it just unlocked or something? Um, I, don't, I can't remember exactly how they explained how the keys worked. But essentially the door was, yeah, either partially already unlocked or well, it was I, just unlocked if, yeah, and they thought the key worked. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. That would definitely, yeah, I mean. But could you imagine? <coughs> no. I'd feel pretty guilty. Fuck. <sighs> Is that person a serial killer? I bet it. But Is a serial killer the most... Fascinating type of person. Oh, we gotta finish the rest of the serial killer things. The most fascinating type of person. Would you rather? Would you rather sit down with a notorious serial killer for no, the notorious B.I.G. No, 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 shut the fuck up. He's notoriously D.E.A. date. Almost a dead, but it doesn't matter. All right. Um, would you rather sit down with a serial killer, like a notorious serial killer, or like Neil deGrasse Tyson, or like? Like, not, not to record or anything, just have a conversation with them. Like, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Joe Rogan, Sturgill Simpson, a serial killer. Like, where does that where does that rank on your list? That's a good question. I mean, it sort of depends on what I'm looking to get out of it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I don't really have that many space questions for him. I know. I, I feel I, like I, Joe yeah. Rogan's asked most of the ones that I care about. Yeah, that's true. And that's true. And as much as Neil deGrasse Tyson knows, we thought we knew a lot a long time ago. Yeah, and, and everything's I, sort of subject. I'm not to gonna change. be able to relate to him in any sort of level. He's just gonna be way too smart for me. I'm always interested in talking to somebody that I think is sort of crazy. Yeah. Like, cause I'm interested in tapping in. Seeing if I can make some sort of connection. It's how they just Or just, lost like, get it. a... Yeah. Like... See a piece of human emotion or just whatever. That might almost be more interesting. Yeah, I think it would. What if they're a comfort serial killer, which is material gain and a comfortable lifestyle are the primary motives of comfort killers? Usually the victims are family members and close acquaintances. After a murder, a comfort killer will usually wait for a period of time before killing again 
to allow any suspicions by family or authorities to subside. They often use poison, most notably arsenic, to kill their victims. Female serial killers are often comfort killers, although not all comfort killers are female. That's a lot like... Squares and rectangles. All bourbons are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbons. It's also like all Jews are victims of the Holocaust, but not all Holocaust victims are Jews. They weren't all Jews. Yeah, I know, but all Jews were victims. Not all Jews. But, like, Jews were, like, the main terror. But yes, were Jews were definitely the target. They were the mark, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Again, everything comes back to the Nazis. Well. Oh, okay, so here's the last one. is power slash control. Are you looking at the person who's inside my house that I don't know about? No, I was looking at your little toaster grill over there, but listening to you. On my panini press. Yeah. The main objective for this type of serial killer is to gain and exert power over their victim. Yeah. Such killers are usually abuses children, leaving them with feelings of powerlessness and <clears throat> inadequacy as adults, which are some of the more dangerous ones. Many power... More dangerous of the other murderers, of course. <laughs> Many power or control motivated killers sexually abuse their victims, but they differ from hedonistic killers in that rape is not motivated by lust, as it would be with a lust murder. Natch. Natch. But it's simply another form of dominating the victim. Ted Bundy is an example of a power control oriented serial killer. He traveled around the United States seeking women to control. Yeah, he was a small man that just couldn't fucking. He probably had a little dick or something. A lot of biologists believe that serial killers are born, not made. Really? I think that's probably true. I mean, I think there are ones that are made. I think, yeah, I would be more prone to serial kill if I had a fucked up childhood and just my life sucked. Well, I agree, but I think that they're... Even people with, like, really shitty childhoods can turn out to be, like, really good people. Yeah, and I guess even people with good childhoods can turn out to be serial killers. Yeah. Like, by all accounts, Ted Bundy had a pretty good childhood. I think think it's definitely a majority born. The lion's share, so to speak. Yeah, I could see that. Would be born. I could see that for sure. That's that's weird though, because that means you have no control over it. Yeah, you could have a kid as just born with that lust to kill. The bloodlust. Yeah. And it makes him sexually get off. Yeah. How do you feel about knowing that about your kid? Like you're you're afraid of walking your kid on you know walking on it and masturbating. Yeah, imagine him cutting. What if he just gets off. sexual thrill? The sexual thrill. Watch him cut the head off a squirrel as he comes. It's like, oh, what the fuck, Billy? <laughs> the sexual thrill. The fucking. What is it about dark humor that is just? You're not supposed to. It's like it's bad. Yeah, but why does it's it the same touch? Thing that makes black why does it touch your soul in a way that like makes you laugh from your gut? Makes you laugh real hard. We must laugh at the in the face of our helplessness. No, we must laugh at our helplessness in the face of nature, or risk going insane. Yeah, Mr. Charlie Chaplin. Who had the same mustache? He could play Hitler. As Adolf, he could play Hitler. He completely ruined the name Adolf. Because, like, you hear of old people named Adolf, like the old uh, Kentucky basketball coach. Oh, yeah. Adolf Rupp. Yeah. And he's like a world renowned basketball coach. 
But just when you hear his name's the name Adolf, and he didn't let black people on his team, it's yeah, not good. It's not a good look. It's not a good Adolf look. Adolf is not a good look anymore. No. That's one of those ones that's probably never really going to come back. No, I don't think that name's going to be a hit. Blur. <laughs> you got to lure. Yeah. Hit and tie. <laughs> the lures. You ever watch Mindhunter? Mind Quad. Mind Quad. I'm pretty sure I've made that joke every time anybody's ever asked me that question to answer your your question. I think I saw the first two minutes. The big, uh, the big fat guy, whatever his name is, they literally took his interview basically word for word from what he said, and it is the eeriest conversation. Which episode? Ever. This is the second episode of the show. But there, are they standalone episodes? No. But it doesn't matter. Every episode's a new serial killer that they episode, that they interview. But it's like a fictional show. But yeah. it's based off of real serial killers. But with, with that specific, I'll probably guy, watch that because I loved I Am a Killer. With that specific guy, they didn't like. You can go back and watch the actual interviews, and they didn't have to change anything. That guy is fucking creepy as shit. He said that he buried the heads outside his mom's window because he, she always loved people looking up to her. And he was, like, fucked up with, like, mommy issues. And, like, a lot of... Most serial killers are. Like, just, like, fucked up with mommy issues. And Norman shit. Bates. That's weird, dude. Ser- yeah. They're almost all white. Yeah. That's a weird thing about serial killers. Is they're almost all white. Yeah. Well, that's because... Black people have the robbing market. Yeah, they pretty much cornered that one. They pretty much got that one. Mexicans got the drugs. And then the fucking Middle Eastern people, they got like the mass just They're the terrorists. Terror. Yeah, they just got the terror. Look, yeah, everybody's got a thing. Why the serial killers? White people are just fucking creepy ass motherfuckers. We are. We are conniving, creepy, snivelly, snivelly little, little rats. Fucks. Classic white people. I mean, and yeah, it's just we are. It is funny though how many. That's how you get in charge. <laughs> like, I'm not sure if I look. <laughs> All I'm saying is everybody does bad things, but it seems that white people plan it out a little more. Well, we are. Methodical. There's something a little more. Sort of creepy to the fact that's why that we're always in the. That's why we're always in front. It's because it seems like we've planned everything out three steps ahead of time about how we're gonna fuck everyone else over. Yeah. So you it's know, not good. You know the <laughs> but guy it is good for us. who was the lone gunman at that university. He killed like sixteen students. Yeah. Doug Stanhope, because I've been I, so I read his first book. Now I'm reading his second book, and. An audiobook. The better way to do it, though, because there's a bunch of added commentary and like the point is, he went to this the university where it happened at near the tower where it happened for a hidden camera show, asking people standing around uh, to sign their petition to make it the whatever that kid's name was memorial <laughs> tower. Why? To get great reactions. Who did that? Doug Stanhope did that? Yeah. Did it work? 
Well, they just said like, oh, their claim was that they were from the NRA and they wanted to make it happen because they wanted to, co- to commend him on his marksmanship. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Oh, God. Did he get some good reactions? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, dude. Obviously, they couldn't air that one. Obviously. But I'm glad that he put it in the book. But yeah, dude. Doug Stanhope's digging up mother and this is not fame, a from what I remember. Both on sale. A, Worth looking into. This is not fame. A from what I remember, which is a terrific name. And then the first one is digging up mother, yeah. a love story. Doug <laughs> Stanhope is the best dark comedian ever. He might be my favorite comedian of all time. Really? He really might. For the longest time it was George Carlin and it still might be. Ironically, the older I... I mean, it's not ironic, but it's just ironic because I didn't like him at first, but the older I get, the more I like George Carlin the most. But Daniel Tosh is up there pretty high for me. He's up there. <laughs> but Doug Stanhope just... He, dude, he eerily shares... Or I guess I share his worldview in not completely, but in like 99% of things. And it's seemingly for the same reasons. Yeah. And that's why I connect to him. Whereas like Tosh, guy doesn't do podcasts. Yeah. He likes to just keep to himself, which I don't blame him. He's got a shitload of money. Yeah. And he's famous. He's on TV. Yeah. But like... Yeah, no, I, Doug, I connect with Doug Stanhope's vibe. I, I need to listen to more Doug Stanhope, but I, I like most of the time when I listen to Doug Stanhope, I do podcasts. I try to find, I go on podcast kicks where mm-hmm. I just try to find all the Doug Stanhope podcasts I can. Yeah, but I don't listen to a stand-up that often. I listen to a stand-up probably too much. The first time I ever really heard a stand-up was when I just randomly noticed that Beer Hall Putsch or whatever was it's on a good Netflix one. that he did in Portland. It's a great one. That's badass. One of my favorite bits is still that one we watched the other night, though. Oh, yeah. the uh, That one is one of those ones that gets funnier every single time you hear it. <laughs> you gotta strengthen up your shit, pussy baby. It's a good... I like the one about him fucking the football player on the field in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 60 but... inches of AIDS on any given Sunday. I also like... Uh... The one about the Columbine shooting kids, where he get like talks about uh, like how the bullies were probably shooting spit wads out of his shit and like yeah. doing all this bullshit stuff and like get you making to kinda, their argument. Yeah, gets you to kind of root for them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how he ended up meeting that guy. That guy. That's f- is from that bit. Uh, that's funny. That's fascinating. And that's what that is. He had that bit about Ricky Williams and Dave Chappelle. How he really respected them for getting out of the game, even though were they were offered a bunch of money, because like in specifically Ricky Williams, like just wanted to like hang out and smoke weed and just have a good time. Yeah. And apparently, at some point, Ricky Williams actually heard it and he messaged Doug, and said, "Thank you. Finally, somebody like got the whole point of what I was Gets doing. It. Yeah. Like fuck this. I don't want the money. I just want to fucking smoke pot. It's fucking sick." That's what Dave Chappelle did too, pretty much. Oh, 100%. Well, I mean, he just got mad that they were trying to they were trying to edit everything. He also converted to Islam. I, I mean, that was probably like a midlife crisis thing. I'm pretty sure he's but still... 
Does he still? Pra- I, I don't even Pretty know. Pretty sure he still practices. I don't even know what that means. Though. Like that doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. If, if you can tell me that somebody converted to Christianity, that means the same thing to me as, as somebody converted to Islam. Like I don't inherently think one is worse or better than the other at all. I don't either. Well, I that's not true. Obviously, one has a little more. Uh, no, it doesn't. Manifested doctrine? Yes, it does. Yeah, but yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah, but Christianity's I'm just not... as fucked up. Like it doesn't matter. They're both equally fucked up. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but what produces a worse result? Oh, yeah. Objectively, maybe. that's all I'm asking. Maybe. I'm not maybe. saying that they're not both maybe. fucked up. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Christianity has done some fucked up shit. The they crusades. fuck children. That, yeah, well, they that's true. fuck children. Yeah, but so does Islam. So does Muslim. Yeah, but that's tame compared to what else they do. That's not an argument. I know, but... It, <laughs> I'm not saying they're not both fucked up, but I'm saying that one doctrine is clearly more damaging. I don't know enough about the doctrine to say that. I've listened to but, a lot of... Okay. But, granted, but, I'm only listening to what other people have said. Yeah, but, but I've listened to a lot of maybe it is, But maybe it is. But to me, I don't inherently think that just because somebody is from Islam that they're more dangerous No, I don't than either. a Christian. I don't like, either. But I am fascinated by the idea, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did it, Muhammad Ali did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm fascinated by that transition, especially being from America. That's what... Especially being a, such a smart person... Like Dave Chappelle. Well, it's got to offer you something. I know. That's why I'm fascinated. But I'm fascinated. It's got to... But it... I just don't get how anyone... I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying it's definitely I don't get how anyone had any... I just don't get how you find religion... Late in life? Late in life. At, like, an age of reason. Like... Especially because he didn't like hit a bottom that like forced him into it. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, it seems like he just sort of by osmosis somehow just like became it. Yeah. I don't know that. I know very little about. It. I just know that he converted to Islam. That is weird. Yeah. That's the only point I was trying to make. Is like, I think Dave Chappelle's great, but the fact that he made that move is no judgment on the goodness or badness of Islam, but it's interesting as an American to convert late in why life why would you go to, Buddhism? to something like why Islam. Would, yeah, why I know. Would, like, like, I could get how somebody converts to Buddhism because they'll just tell you, like, this is about enlightenment and, like, whatever. But I don't... Yeah, because that one's sort... Because Buddhism is really, like, an anti-religion. Yeah, it's not really, Buddhism, like, praying to a god or anything. It's, like... It's, it's like, all internal. It's completely yeah. an inner thing. Yeah. That's why I like Buddhism personally. Yeah. Maybe it just is appealing to black Like, you don't hear about a lot of white people converting to Islam. Maybe it's appealing to black people in some way. Like Kwanzaa. Interesting. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it could be. I've never yeah. celebrated Kwanzaa. Not yet. No, but yeah. I marry a black chick probably and then I'll probably be Islam I don't know how it works I've never known anybody who celebrated Kwanzaa I don't think anybody does I don't think anybody actually celebrates Kwanzaa I don't think anybody actually celebrates Um, Kwanzaa but literally like I mean do you know any white people that converted to Islam can you think of any I mean obviously famous people white people don't convert to Islam and they are serial killers that's what I know so I know those two things that's fascinating that because Muhammad Ali was like a social rights activist and stuff and like 
very proud of his black, his African-American heritage. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I'm sure, was the same way too, but I don't remember him being like a political figurehead by any means. But maybe he was more, and I just wasn't obviously wasn't around. To I mean, see he got into Hollywood, which you know has a tendency to yeah. have political leanings, I guess. But yeah, but I don't remember. What's interesting like is the fact face. that he changed his name to Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yeah, but it was Lou Alcindor. I know what a leap. I'm not saying Lou Alcindor. I'm not they're saying they're not both weird, weird names. He went from weird to weirder. It's like what the fuck. But, like, how do you just, like, sit down? You remember that scene in the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire where he's sketching out all the different kinds of costumes he could have for Spider-Man? Yeah. How do you do that with Islamic names and then go, I'm going to go with a first name, which is Kareem, and then I'm going to hyphenate. Abdul Abdul Jabbar. You mean the guy from Aladdin? No, Jabbar. Jabbar. You know? Kareem Abdul Abdul Jabbar. Jabbar. He went from Lou Alcindor. Like, Muhammad Ali makes sense, because Muhammad, obviously, and then Ali just, it, it has a good sound yeah. to it. But Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is, that's a pretty that's significant a mouthful, jump. and it's like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It's an unforgettable name, I'll and hand it to him. he did it as he was, like, an established person. Yeah. Because people knew him as Lou Alcindor, yeah. obviously. That's fascinating. Does look like a Lou. <laughs> he does. Hey Lou. He also looks like a Kareem. Kareem sounds more black though, and I guess I mean there are black Islamists, like black Muslims. Islamists might be yeah. terrorists. Are Muslims right, and then Islamists are dangerous? Are Muslims dangerous? Like are Islamists? Yeah, they've got to be because Islamists would be a portmanteau of Islamic fundamentalists which just like Christian fundamentalists are Are dangerous yeah Muslim Brotherhood I've heard good things so I would guess Islamists are bad or not bad not bad aggressive I'm looking into this we're just breaking down all kinds of barriers I think we are you think religion is the cause for the most murder (laughs) throughout time okay it actually specifically says so Islam Islamists an advocate or supporter of a political movement that favors reordering government and society in accordance with laws prescribed by Islam do not use it as a synonym for Islamic fighters militants extremists or radicals who may or may not be Islamists (laughs) alright I'm glad we got to the bottom of that although there's something sort of suspicious about that, that they would like well, make that really point. All the time. Well, but it's also Google, and there's, there. I don't know. I'm, look. How maybe about, I have a tendency to see the social justice warrior that frustrates me where it isn't. But it wouldn't be that surprising if they sort of made a point. Well, they don't want you to just assume that all of them are bad. Like that's not the worst thing in the world. No, I no, I know that. But I and I have no problem with that. What I'm saying is there's something that feels politically motivated oh, yeah. behind it that it does. that I don't think would be there again five years ago on Google. Yeah, I agree, dude. It doesn't if we're So again, in, I have zero problem with these things. I think there are like a lot of good Muslims. Of worship or something. Like we just worship 
false deities because we have nothing left. We have nothing left to worship. Like we have, there's no religion. There's no nothing. So we worship Tom Brady and LeBron James. Yeah. And we put them on a pedestal. And we pray that they never let us down. And then Tom Brady goes and deflates some footballs like a fucking cheater. And here's the thing that I run into. I'll be real honest with you here. I'm not saying I agree with it. But here's the thing that I run into where I go. Well, that's not true. <laughs> Alright, never mind. Well, I, I feel like this is why I need to like talk because as long as I can actually say the words I end up figuring it out like that I just need to say it if I just like sit by myself and ruminate on it the answer will never come no, to me. it never does I don't even have to ask a question but if I can even begin asking the question the answer just goes oh I had it the whole time I did, but by yeah. the way here the fuck it is it's like fuck you yeah <laughs> yeah like right before you ask like a dumb question and then you just said, ah, nope, nope, bro. So it's it's not that outside the realm of possibility to just think that serial killers have to be born that way. <laughs> if you can be I'm born... I'm on the right track, baby. <coughs> I was born this way. If you can be born gay, you can be born a serial killer. Well, I think that song's actually about serial killers, isn't it? I don't think so. Is it about gay people? I think it's about being black, white, or beige, transgender, lesbian, gay... You Have you heard the Country like Roads version? Baby, you were born this way. Have you heard the Country Roads version? No. Alright, I think we're probably going to go out on that song then. <laughs> That's a fascinating ending song. Well, it's the Country Roads version of Born This Way. You mean like the Country Roads by... No. Okay. That's just the version they call it, but they do like a slow sort of southern rock country jam. Oh, <laughs> no, I thought you meant like, song. I thought you meant it was gonna be the to the tune of country roads. Born this way, born this way. I was born fucking gay. West, West Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> couch smoking the reefer and wait you're starting to get a little paranoid is he talking about me yeah i'm talking to you life's not going the way you expected huh you're not fulfilling your dreams life is passing you by what can i do you pull yourself up Shake off the dust, walk to the mirror, look yourself in the eye and ask yourself one question. Am I worth it? Turkey, welcome to Flavor Country. This commercial brought to you by Mickey Kush. This Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 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 the Good Time and Buds present their annual Weed Extravaganza. The event starts whenever we get up. 
Boobs will include magicians, dispensaries, local farm, magicians, professional astronomers, A-list celebrities, D-list celebrities, magicians, Kathy Griffin probably, artists, live music, food vendors, get Tum and Bud's yard games, raffles, magicians, and of course, our beloved mascot, Old Nugger. Sponsors include the Guild of the Dark Arts, Crazy Jerry's Weed World, Token Smokin' Jokers, The Placebo Effect, Putter McProducts Incorporated, Doritos and Mountain Dew, and a little bit of brisket on a Ritz. Roll on down to the Good Time and Buds annual weed extravaganza. Did we mention there would be magicians? Are you a little person, midget, dwarf, halfling, leprechaun, and or person of unusual size and stature? Do you tire of pot shops with counters too high to survey the quality, bud? Your problems have been solved. Welcome to Reefer Midgets. Reefer Midgets is a pot shop for freaks, run by freaks. Featuring this week's harvest of Half Person Hash, Tiny Dancer, Midget Munchies, Purple Little People Eater, and CBD Dwarf, a hybrid, much like real dwarves. Come on down to Reefer Midgets, where we may be small, but we still get high. This message brought to you by Orange Sherbet. Diamond Buds investigates Megan Cordy Small Town Murder Few suspects, very few clues. Wedding Drunkenness Murder Murder Okay, so Megan Cordy was at a wedding. Okay, so on Grand Island. Grand Island. Which, let's just start off by saying, it should not scare you from visiting the island. It's a beautiful island. Yes. Uh, it's tropical. It's great all year. Weather's great all year round. Our town is 2,500 people. Living the island life, you can say. And it includes the island. It includes Grand Island. And there's only one way in, only one way out. The bridge. The bridge. Seeing as how it's an island. And this this happened, what, late August. It was late August. Late August. Um... The height of wedding season, obviously. Boom, wedding. And essentially, what season. happened was, I'll just give a quick sort of overview. Is uh, a girl, uh, a mother, of one like younger, what twenty something? Twenty. She was twenty six. Twenty six, went to a wedding at um, a local wedding venue, main wedding venue, but one of the biggest wedding venues in Dayton. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a nice. It's a nice spot. It's on a pumpkin patch. They've got pumpkin. Uh, yeah, you may have heard of it. Billy Mays, Amazing Maze Mays pumpkin yeah. patch. We've got pumpkin cannons. We've got pumpkin cannons. we got everything. And so, but she, she went to the wedding, and then while she was there, she got drunk. Natch. And, and then she proceeded to get in an argument with her mother. As they were leaving. As they were leaving. 
and then her mother, they were driving, and they were in an argument, and then she got out of the she car. She got out of the car without the her side of the road, shoes or her phone. Without her shoes or her cell phone, and just took off. And and then they found her. And then alleged, and then allegedly, the mom left. Yeah, and then allegedly like, the mom left. Allegedly, the mom left her kid with no phone and no shoes. Yeah. And then they found her. Nine miles eight, away. Eight or nine miles away. Off an embankment. Off an embankment. Right before you get on the highway. With blunt force trauma. Basically in Kevin's backyard. A quarter, essentially. A quarter mile from our house. Yeah. Right. In a small town where in, things like that obviously don't happen. Don't happen. And, but it was an out of town wedding. A drowning? Sure. Sure. But not a yeah, murder. That's, yeah, on the river all the time. But yeah, not a murder. But, uh... It was also an out-of-town wedding. So it could have been anybody. But for her to get that far... Somebody had she to would, put... She would have had to pass her town where she might as well stop. She, she would have been she would so... Have, she would have she significantly would have to, sobered up by then. She would have had to walk up the bridge... Yeah. ...to the main road. Yep. Which, from the four-way stop, is at least a mile and a half. From the four-way stop? From the four-way no. stop, yeah. Where she got out... Yeah. That bend? Yeah, what what bend? The bend in the road where they found her? No. From the four-way stop to the main road, to Wallace Road, is a mile and a half. Oh, okay. So she would have had to walk all the way up to there, and then from that point, she would have had to walk nine miles on the main road on a shoulder with no shoes and no cell phone. Four-way? That's where they last... Saw. I thought it was at the top of the bridge. No. Oh, okay. She got out at the four-way. Oh, shit. So she would have had to walk from there to Wallace Road, and then nine... After a wedding, like, people would have seen her, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone would be leaving the wedding. So she would have had to walk to there, and then she would have had to walk north, which is the way that everybody would be going from the wedding, because they're from Clackamas, so they would all be going north. Uh-huh. And she would have had to walk nine miles on the main road, where nobody... There was a $2,000 reward for anyone who could provide any details. Nobody came forward and said that they saw her. So wherever... So she had to have gotten hurt or killed on the island. Yeah. Or she didn't get out of the island and the mom killed her some other way. The mom killed her somewhere else and then... But I don't think the mom could ditch her body there. I don't think the mom could throw her body there's over no that reason, rail. There's no reason, for the record, ladies and gentlemen, there's no reason to have ditched the body where the body is. It's, it it's doesn't make in the any most sense. heavily trafficked part of Dayton by far it's, because it intersects with Highway It's on an on-ramp onto 99. Yeah. It's an on-ramp to 99 where they just pulled off the side of the road, threw it over the guardrail, and down a little ditch into some bushes. We're in a small town that's all farmland. Like, you could there hide a body in, so many other places. There places to hide a body. Which also, you go, well, Which, so maybe she got hit by a car, but again, how does she get that far but it also, to get hit? It also, she would have up by It that. also tells you that it wasn't anyone from around here. Because they ditched the body in the stupidest spot. Well, that's true. If they were from around here. That's true. Like, they obviously don't know where they're going. Well, and, also, and like, they were probably in a panic. They so. probably also figured, like, they probably was like, maybe I'll find a better place to hide it. And then they went, well, I'm about to get on the, the highway and realize it. I have to. But even then, like, so you just stop, get out of the car. Like, that's the gruesome there had, part. There had to have it's been like two they people. Had the, For where they unloaded it, th- there had to have been two people. 
But just think about it. You just got this dead body in the back of your car. And yeah. Then, like, you have to get you open up it up. You, you have grab to it. You heave. You, the only... You have... See you that? ever tried to get like a big carpet out of the back of your car? Yeah. Like, that's that's why it either had to be the mom or a drunk driver. Because nobody would go through that trouble if they had absolutely no other... And a drunk driver could have been it. Yeah, if, but you, you would have to have... You would have to have no... You could not... You have to be in a position where you cannot call the cops. Yeah. So you have to either be a drunk driver or you have to have intentionally killed her. Yeah. Or not intentionally, but like... You have to have personally killed her. You have to have killed her. Yeah. Like you had to have murdered her so you can't call the cops because they'll arrest you for murder. Yeah. Or you had to have been a drunk driver. So it's either... Like it's either the mom or just some random drunk driver. And if it's some random drunk driver, how are you going to find her? You know what I mean? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, sometimes you just don't. That's a problem. Yeah. You're going to go to everyone at the wedding, check their car to see if it's got any dent. Also, they didn't find any blood. They combed the whole island, which is not that big. Yeah, it's not. And that's, they didn't that's find any That's what's nice about an blood. island. Like, you have boundaries. They didn't find any blood. Really? You would think if she would have got hit by a car on the island, there would be blood or something. Well, but again, they haven't released all the info yet. They released that it was blunt force trauma and where she was located. And, well, and outside yeah. of that... They had to announce where she was located they, because they yeah. shut down the on-ramp. True, but like <laughs> they haven't given us any other information outside of yeah, that. That's, yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. It's just... It's a weird small town. Like, I know this. The police said that they're... They, they did say that there was no danger to the public. Yeah, they, they didn't think that anyone else was in danger. Which, you know, obviously means it's not a serial killer. But it doesn't really doesn't help anything. Because no it could still be a drunk... It could, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it could still be a drunk driver. It could still be the mom. Both of yeah. those. Yeah. And just think about if that was your wedding. Yeah. For the rest of every anniversary, it's like, ah, oh, fuck that. It really taints bitch. that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That taints. <laughs> Thanks. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll keep you updated on it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we're investigating. We're on the scene. I'm checking every day. Yeah, I'm on jury duty right now, so... We check right now. In fact, I need to call the jury duty office tonight and see if I have to report to jury duty tomorrow. Have you had to do it again? No. Yet? Nope. But, look, I'm just an average citizen like the rest of you guys, even though I may have millions of dollars and... All this cool stuff. Give up with his girlfriend's skin on one leg at a time. Just like the rest of you. Just like everybody else. Yeah, the most recent one was August 26th, which means they're not telling us something. <coughs> what are they hiding? What are they hiding? Who do you work for? Who do you work for? So uh, we send our, uh, you know, condolences, condolences as well to the Cordy family. Brent Cordy's a piece of shit, though. Brent Cordy is a piece of shit. We don't he know is, if they're related. If he is somehow related, he stole from Travis, Trappist Abbey. He stole from, like, Buddhists. Which is monks, and I think... Who steals from a Buddhist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Here it is. Stay stay black. St- stay black and keep it crispy. We'll see you after the break. Oh, well. What? Oh, yeah. No. There's no break. It's quote of the day. Oh, Okay. Classic professionalism on our 25th You would think after 25 times we would have this down, but uh, here it is, your inspirational quote of the day. The amateur believes he must first overcome his fear, then he can do his work. The professional knows that fear can never be overcome. 
He knows there is no such thing as a fearless warrior or a dread-free artist. You know you make me wanna shout, lift my head up and shout, throw my hands back and shout, come on now, shout, come on now, shout, come on now, shout, come on now, shout, take it easy, shout, take it easy, shout, take it easy, shout, take it easy, shout, a little bit softer now, 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 shout, a little bit softer now.